Just rants. Whenever tapping out, we're putting the most minutes in you. Already know what that's about. You know that win is win. Crush whatever's on task. Check the podcast. It's the champ and the tramp. Let the ball blast. Here we are, champ and the tramp, with our guy Jamie Giovanazzo. Is that right? Giovanazzo. That's absolutely right. Perfect, Frank. perfect. <clears throat> Me and Jamie go back, uh, shit, almost like seven years now, right? About seven years. I think 2013, me and Jamie got in touch. Um, Jamie owns E Clean Bro, which is probably the biggest meal prep company, I think, in the world. <laughs> um, he's all over Jersey. If you're a Jersey person, you've definitely seen him on the Parkway, Turnpike, pretty much every roadway, uh, billboard there is. <laughs> um, owner, owner and founder of E Clean Bro, owner and founder of H2 Bro. Um, <laughs> This guy's the man. Uh, obviously, became great friends with him throughout the years. Uh, I think what impresses me more than his success is how charitable he is to everyone else. He's always giving back, and uh, he's done a lot for me and Roger and our, our families. And uh, here he is, man. He's a he's an exceptional human being. Mm. He's a uh, just just one one of a kind fella that uh, that I really appreciate, man. I love you, buddy. Thank you, man. For any of you people out there you. that are entrepreneurial and want to learn, like how to pave your way to success you want to tune in you want to listen to this podcast he's got some very interesting stories about his up and coming with eat clean bro and his failures and doesn't sugarcoat anything so it's it's going to be interesting and we're going to dive in and dig right into it and we're, we're cheersing up here cheers, yeah, cheers baby there we go. Oh, fucking so, your favorite. Uh, well, your favorite story is when oh, I almost blew my dick off with a fucking <laughs> <laughs> the grill exploded yes, that and setting the, uh, the kitchen on fire yeah, yeah. God, we'll get to, okay so Meal prep. <clears throat> How and when did you start? How'd you get? What, what, who came up with the idea? Was it you? Was it a friend? Was it your parents? Was it a? You know what I mean? Was it your? You're just your 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 baby that you seen come to play. Yeah. Give us the give us the background here. Well, um, first of all, people should know you used to be a jacked motherfucker. Yeah, Bro, we'll throw a picture of Jamie up in his heyday. He was shredded, but go ahead. Shredded. That well, yes, <clears throat> I was back when I had very little, absolutely zero responsibility. I could work out all day and focus on my food and time everything I did all day. So you guys want to know the beginning? I do. I want to hear how it all played out. All right. So I'm 19 years old. I'm a personal trainer making $200 a week. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was cool. You know, I spent all my money at ShopRite. I'd get steak, sweet potatoes, broccoli, chicken, brown rice. And, uh, that's what I was doing, man. All my money pretty much just went to food. For yourself? For myself. So, uh, <clears throat> one day. Still still living at home at this time? Yeah, bro. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm talking, I'm 19 years old. Yep. So, we're going back 14 years, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, wow. Um, I thought I wanted to be a bodybuilder, right? <clears throat> so, uh, dude, I'm changing in the locker room one day, and some dude sees me, and he's like, Jesus Christ, like, what the fuck do you eat? And I'm, I'm, you know, caught me off guard, you know, because people would like see me sometimes. He'd be like, this is before Instagram. This is before Photoshop. Like I had the real deal fucking abs at all times. <laughs> all right. I had no filters to hide behind my glory days. Um, so he's like, you know, what, what do you eat? And I said, you know, chicken, sweet potatoes, broccoli, you know, 
Did I say that already? No. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very unpolished podcast. You don't have to worry about it. We repeat each other often. All right. So basically, man, the guy's like, can you make me some? So when I was 17, I was the ice cream man. I ran some quick ice cream math through my head. I'm like, oh, man, you know what? Damn. I just needed to make 200 bucks, you know? I was just trying to make his food so I could get my food for free. Right. So I'm like, all right, man, I'll do you for $3 a meal. So uh, we shook hands or whatever. I went to the grocery store. I made him food, you know. And then um, the next day he goes to work and he's like, uh, you know, showed some of his friends and his friends wanted. He came back to me. He's like, hey, you know, do you care if, uh, can you cook for like, you know, my two boys in my office? So I was like, yeah, man, but. You know, I'll keep your price at three, but your boy's got to pay five. There you go. <laughs> got to be supply and demand, man. That's what it's all about. So, um, just so like people like really back in 2006, you know, 2005 <clears throat> was when I first tried. This is when the story took place, 2005. But 2005, 2006, the mortgage industry was completely out of control. Right. So <coughs> dirty loans, right? Bad oh loans, man, stuff, yeah. so Wolf of Wall Street stuff. So uh, those were like all my clients. So <clears throat> anyway, man. So I started cooking for those two guys, and then um, you know, by the end of the week, I was cooking for the whole office. And um, you know, I was 19 years old. I had no business experience. I had no um, culinary experience. I really had no idea what I was doing. Could did, could you cook at all? I mean, did, <coughs> did your mom teach you how to cook at all? Did you? Um, you know, I I was kind of born with a. Uh, it's like it's very weird. So like the way just Frankie was born to fu- to fight, it just comes comfortable to him. Like I was been up been obsessed with food, food, the food business, like food service, everything food related. I've just like when I was, you know, when I was like five years old, I knew like the wait times for all the restaurants. You know, like five year old kids aren't thinking about what day of the week it is versus the wait time and <laughs> things like that's like weird stuff for kids yeah, to know or yeah, shit. even pay attention to. So. I was kind of always born with some like weird uh, passion for food, and I always make the joke uh, when you sat down to eat for dinner. I was like the only time my mom wouldn't yell at me, so I feel like <laughs> so that food was, brought good memories. That was my yeah, safe yeah, zone. Yeah. That was my safe zone. Um, <clears throat> so, but you failed your first outing, correct? <clears throat> oh man, dude. Oh my god! Yeah. So you said you you were making you're making food for the whole office. This was this was before LLCs. This is before you. Oh my god! Yeah. You you just you were just doing this out of of like the trunk of your car. Some some instead of mixtapes, you're selling exactly chicken and rice. Yeah. Talk about mixtapes all the time. Yeah. Because like that's like people think of Jay Z. They think like oh this one day this motherfucker woke up and he was a billionaire. Like no way. He was out with mixtapes like begging people, (laughs) hey man, like listen to my music. So. I think about mixtapes all. I always try to think about like yo when Jay Z or Fifty or any of those fucking guys He's have nothing. drugs too. Drugs are easy. To sell. <clears throat> drugs are easy to sell. You still got, <laughs> but you still if you're a musician, you still have to sell your music. No, yeah, no. Well, so I'll he fu- he fund Jay Z funded his whole first album himself. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. We yep. might be onto something here. If you slide like an eight ball in my meals, I'll pay more than ten dollars a meal if you, del- <laughs> if you deliver it. Oh man, uh, <laughs> before E Clean, bro. Um, you know. It's a, I, I came up, it's the most Jersey shit ever. So like, I always tell people, man, I was, uh, people knew who I was before Instagram 
and like I would have like people delivering my meals. They were selling bootleg DVDs and weed and shit, so you could like get my meals and a movie. And, and and a movie. <laughs> Dinner and a movie. <laughs> and, and by the way, by the way, I didn't find out about this until the kid didn't like wasn't with me anymore. So yeah, you weren't uh, you weren't exactly uh, promoting this this type of uh, business. <laughs> I got you. Oh God, we're talking two thousand five. Okay. Right. Back in the day. This is back in the day talk. Obviously, now yeah. I have a fucking family. I have two kids. Yeah. Um, I'm just reminiscing about the funny, funny old times. Well, you were 19, man. What yeah. did you... That is... The, for people... Who, I, I was going to say in the Midwest that are listening to us, but let's be honest. Nobody's in the Midwest that's listening to us. But oh, for, come on. <laughs> for for Jersey people, we get it. It's just kind of a way of life. Yeah, you know what I mean? You were, it's, it's all about the hustle in Jersey. Yeah. So, um, so I, you know, what happened was when I was 19... I, um, oh man, dude, I am like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, I am like spaced out. So right. we were so talking, listen, we were talking yeah. about your failures. I know we've talked before about how you, you were so passionate about this and you, I know you failed at least twice. Yeah. Oh, let's man, just go back to twice. this. You said you were making food for the whole office. Right. All right. All right. So I ended up making food for the whole office. I, dude, I, like I said, I have no experience. I have no experience. I have no experience. Dude, I've destroyed my dad's house. Like, destroyed it. By cooking? Yeah, yeah, come on. And my stepmom's, like, trying to talk to me, and I'm like, come on, and they're trying to make rules, and I'm like... So I was just, like, I felt, you know, then, like, I wasn't listening, so, like, you got to get out. So then, like, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm out of business. But I didn't know that was, like, an obstacle. You know, like, you learn as you go. Right. At 19 years old, you, you get... You needed a place to, to right. do your business. You yeah. You no place. Yeah, it's just an obstacle, so... So that's the first time he failed, in a sense? Yeah, and every, every like, couple months, like... So then, like, I partnered with my boy. You started cooking out of your buddy's kitchen, right? <clears throat> yeah, that, so yeah. my buddy had a... Like, his mom was so excited that he wanted to do it and be, like, a businessman. So we started cooking out of his house. He had a Johnson & Wales cooking degree. So I was like, yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm going to partner with a chef because, like, I don't know how to cook. And it was all, like... uh <clears throat> It was just like, man, dude, I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like going way back in my brain thinking about like how fucking <laughs> like, dude, I was a, a 19, 20 year old kid, like trying to start my own business. I had no idea what I was doing. I'm just thinking of all like the mistakes I made. But um, aren't those the best stories, though? Those are the those are the stories I appreciate the most. <laughs> Rags not the, the riches, not the sense. kid born into a rich family with a silver yeah. spoon that became a. Some tycoon mobile mogul of you know whatever a hedge fund or something. Those stories don't impress me. I, I your story I have a great appreciation for because I I know a couple of your failures and yeah it's a long story. I got to get going. So yeah. like, oh man, my early days, my early days, man, was just I was like a maniac bro. You know I was trying to get everybody shredded. I was trying to turn everybody into a bodybuilder. I was, was that was that your objective? Like when you were making meals, you were like, oh, I want to get this guy fit. I want to make the meals like that. You weren't thinking about the business essentially. No, I wasn't thinking about business mm -hmm. at all. I was just trying to be like the most hardcore guy who ever did these types of meals. So the numbers game, the dollar figure associated <laughs> with it, you you were you were just no. covering your your expenses I, basically. You yeah, were. dude, I I was never in my life motivated by money. What I really liked, <clears throat> I think, like where the passion really clicked was. Um, when I was a personal trainer, I didn't feel good about charging people a hundred dollars an hour to work out because I wanted to work out with them for free. And uh, when I started cooking these meals, it gave me a a very like um, honest approach to um, 
to working. Like I know everything I'm doing. I know how much everything I'm giving you costs and like I'm charging you a fair price. So it was like an honest living to me. It just registered. Mm -hmm. Like my integrity is going to work for you. I'm going to charge you like for the food and a little bit on top. And I just, it just clicked right away. It was like a, it was a perfect fit because I felt really good about what I was doing. You know, like I'm helping people eat better at like an affordable I, price. I, I feel like you, now that you're even a success, yeah. I feel like you still do that because in my opinion, my humble opinion, yeah. maybe I'm a little biased because I'm your friend, your your meals are still very affordable. It's what you would spend if you went to McDonald's and bought a meal. Yeah, You could buy a meal for like nine ninety nine from you and you could go to McDonald's and pay eight ninety nine for a Whopper and a, you know what I mean? Like it's, <coughs> it's and eat, you're eating much healthier. So I feel like, even though now you have the business, you're still not. You're still giving people a good product at an honest price. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. That was always your goal, though. Yeah, like I always looked at it like this: <clears throat> if I just like, dude, if I'm always trying to do better by the customer, right? Which is like, just give them a better product. Like they'll come back <clears throat> because it is a competition world now that you're in. There's a lot of oh, food yeah. prep companies out there. You seem like you me, were first. You, you definitely beat I, a lot of people. I really to feel it. like yeah. you were the first, though. I really do. Yeah, yeah. That's the funny thing, man. It looked like once, like I started getting associated with all like the celebrities. That's when things got crazy. But um, yeah, man, there was a big backstory to um. It's a really big backstory to Eat Clean, bro. You know, I started when I was 19. You know, started at my dad's house. Didn't work out. Partnered with my buddy. Started cooking at his mom's house. You know. And. uh you know, we would do that every summer. He'd go back to school to finish his degree. And then <coughs> when he graduated, you know, 25, 26, like we tried it two more times. Like each time we'd get closer to what I thought was success. Like it was really hard to like balance, you know, keep people ordering, keep people ordering, keep people ordering. And to keep that pace and keep that business alive, like it took a lot. So, um, you know, each time, like, we would get a big account, lose a big account. My partner would get discouraged and quit. It was just, um, it was, I don't, are you guys, like, I'm, maybe I'm not describing the story good. But no, you no, are, no, you no, are. It's your story. Right. <laughs> you were all in, and yeah. your partner wasn't at that point. Yeah, that's basically it, man. And uh, and that's where the big, like, awakening I had when I started Clean Bro was, this is going to be on me. Like, I'm going to cook everything. I'm going to deliver everything. I'm going to wash every pot and pan. And, like, I'm going to make sure I get this thing where it needs to be. Was there a point in there anywhere in those, in those failures? You're, you're 19, maybe 20, 21 at that point. Was there a point in there anywhere? You know, Frankie talks about in his career, early in his career, being like, fuck, man, I, I, I don't know. Do I want to get punched in the face? Maybe I should just go be a plumber with my dad and, like, take the safe route. Was there ever a point in there where you said where your partner quit or where you blew yeah. up your buddy's mom's kitchen and... You were like, you know what? F I I might as well just go out and get a normal job. Did you ever? <clears throat> did you ever actually go out and get a normal job, or did you <clears throat> stick, stick with it? Yeah. Guns. So, uh, you know that that happened. Um, what happened was, it was it was my my last failed attempt with this prepared business, and um, you know I had worked in restaurants. I had some management experience. I felt like I was ready to. Um, <clears throat> I felt like I was ready to make something happen and that's when I came up short and my partner quit on me and and that's when I pretty much gave up and I thought, you know what, dude, like I have no money. I'm like I'm wasting time. At that time I was 26. I was a college dropout and uh 
my my resume basically just said like failed bartender, you know, like bartender failed business owner. So this is a good story right here. Yeah. So like I ended up um I ended up just looking um you know for a quote unquote real job, you know, like uh Sleepy's, Muscle Maker Grill, Best Buy, Verizon. Um I was like spending all my money. I was spending all my money at the time on like suits to go on interviews and um, cause all I had was like bartender clothes and gym clothes. Cause that's mm-hmm. all I did. So, uh, <clears throat> man, yeah. Like, you know, like I don't really talk about it, but, uh, where I grew up and you know, I'm from the Jersey shore. So mm-hmm. her, this is when hurricane Sandy happened and, uh, my mom, my grandma, my uncle all lost their homes. So like where I grew up and the house I grew up in is gone now. It's still gone to this day. Wow. Like, yeah. It's gone. <clears throat> what town? So Lawrence Harbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lawrence Harbor. Go go Rama. Roger Roger works there sometimes. <laughs> it's all nudie bars so, a good uh, one. So like I was like a pressure cooker boiling over. I had just given up on my passion. I was desperately searching for a real job. Um Hurricane Sandy happens and I remember I was just like so depressed and so upset with myself as a man that like I couldn't help my mom or my fucking grandma or my uncle. And uh, I was just dwelling, dude. I was, like, probably the most miserable person to be around. Um, But I just made a promise, you know, going into that New Year's, like, I would never be poor again. And I didn't know what I was going to do. I was trying to get a job at a a hospital doing security, making, like, $10 an hour. Because I knew I just needed to get, like, bartender off my resume, you know? I didn't want to, like, be a bartender anymore. Hurricane Sandy happened. My mom was drinking a lot. And I was like, dude, I got to just, uh, I got to get away from this. You know, I didn't, being a bartender didn't sit right with me. So, um, you know, I'm just like boiling up, boiling up. New Year's happens. Like I made the resolution. I'm a big believer in like New Year's resolutions because like. That's your go-to. Well, like, dude. You know, people make fun of them all the time. Like, if you're fat in February, like, whatever. Well, if like, you follow through, I well, guess so they work, right? The only reason that's a little humorous to me as a guy who's a former gym rat yeah. is everybody's New Year's resolution is I'm going to join the gym yeah, January 1, and they come until January 15th, and they all quit. Yeah. So I always get a kick out of the, the, the gym people that join on January yeah. 1. But. No, it is true. I mean, it is a little <laughs> aggravating that the gym is packed those first three weeks. But uh, I made I made the resolution. Like, uh what is it? The resolution? Is resolution. The yep. Yep. Made the resolution. Ended up uh, like, yo, man, clock struck midnight and shit. I'm still broke as fuck with nothing going on. I'm just dwelling. I was still bartending um, on the weekend. And then, bro, January 13th, 2013, my phone rang. It was the same guy who asked me what I ate in the locker room in 2005. No wow. fucking way. Wow. Yeah, man. Fuck no yeah. way. <clears throat> bro, that's, that's... calls me up. Um. He's like, yo, man, are you still cooking? That's like six years later? Bro, it was longer. It was like five to 13? Five to eight thir- years? Yeah, eight years, dude. Wow, bro. And um, I'm like, yeah, man. Like, what do you guys want? I put the palm over my phone. Paul! Yo! I was living with my buddy Paul at the time. I'm like, yo, your parent. Yo, you- I'm 26 years old living with my boy at his parents' house for free. Me and him are squatting at his parents house <laughs> like just to give you an idea of where i was when i was 26 he's like nah man nah it's cool i'm like yeah yeah matt yeah yeah i'm cooking man like what do you want your boys want any food so i ended up putting in an order and then i went down my phone 
because I built like a little book of business over the last eight years. People who, so I'm like, yo, man, Jamie's cooking. Jamie's cooking. And uh, <clears throat> I, yeah, I did 80. The fire did, was lit again. Yeah, yeah. I love it. But I made also made like a promise to myself that like nothing was going to stop me this time. Like you're all in. I'm all in. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> then, uh, yeah, I called my boy who was my partner. I said, yo, dude, I'm doing this. Like, do you want to do this? You know, I'm like, yo, like, wait, your original partner that went to college that kept quitting on me. I'm like, yo, man, I'm going back at it. Like, I'm doing it. And he's like, nah, man, like, uh, this was always your dream. That guy's regretting whatever his name is, (laughs) whatever his name is. He's kicking himself in the ass. No, no, no. We're still friends. He's not. He didn't. Uh, I'm sure he is. (laughs) (laughs) No, Well, he's listening and I know he's not. (laughs) No, he's uh, he's he's really not. He's cooking chicken and muscle maker right now. <laughs> no, no, he's doing. Uh, he's doing my live chat, man. He's on the oh, website. Right. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. He found room for him. I like that. Yeah, like yeah it's my boy. You're always yeah, taking yeah, care yeah, of your yeah, own brother. Yeah. You always have. No, it's my boy, man. He's taking care of me. <clears throat> so, dude, back against the wall. You know the Romans used to burn the boats. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's basically what happened, man. I had no way out. You know. So, so this is it. Well, well yeah. Not like to... you got to think, dude. I at this point in my life, like. <clears throat> I I had failed so many times. I mean, people thought I was a joke. Um, and uh, dude, it was like now, two, where, th- where? 2013. That was the time when when I when we yes. met, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember, I got a couple emails from you. I believe. I think I met right. you somewhere around that very time. soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, what happened was I started cooking for Lala, and uh, you know, like I guess when you're starting a business and you start getting celebrity clients, like your first. Like, celebrities, like, the hardest one to get. Because, like, it's almost like they really got to vouch for you. You know, like, you're worthy. And then once you get, like, one or two, then it starts to, like, domino effect. Because now you're a trusted brand. So once I started cooking for Lala, I felt like, damn. You know, like, I want to, uh, I want to, like, I want to fucking, like, meet, like, I want to fucking cook for people that, like, I'm a fan, you know? I remember the first time you ever came to our house. yeah. Yeah. So I was like, dude. I wanted to get, I'm like, yo, fucking Jay-Z, 50 Cent, Frankie Edgar. <laughs> right, that's, that's a I'm hell like, of a list. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I won't like, at the time I, I was like, maybe Lala could introduce me, but I'm like, I don't, I don't really like ask for things. So I'm like, dude, I'm a fucking wrestler, mutual friends. I'm like, I could probably get Frankie these meals. So then I was email, I I just went on Instagram. Was right it on, wasn't Sitch? Wasn't Situation one of your first accounts? <clears throat> yeah. What's really funny is um, I was cooking for Mike before Mike became famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, at that fucking office, that like crazy office we used to cook for, I used to work there. But yeah, Mike was. Um, I feel like it's like a bo- boiler room office. Yeah, yeah. About, right? yeah, yeah strippers yeah, yeah. and was, strippers and midgets uh-huh. everywhere. Oh man, dude, fucking jeez, yes. Um, but, uh, so yeah, man. So I just, you know, what's funny, man, is I was on Instagram and I'm like, it was like manager at com, right, right. And, uh, it was Renee answering it. And then like, I went back with her. I don't know if it was months or whatever, but it was like, it was like every couple of weeks I would check in. And then one time I was like, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just going to come to Tom's river and drop off meals. Like, I don't want anything like. I was like crazy about selling my mixtape. You, you are, man. Saying? You are. I remember walking. I remember Renee called me. He's like, hey, the, the, the guy Jamie from E Clean Bra was here. Yeah. Like, all right. 
I walk in, you're in the kitchen, bro. Yeah, I was, I was like, all pumped What's up. What's up, man? Like, yo, bro, try this, try this, try dude, this. Dude, he was on fire, bro. <laughs> just, just on fire. Energy through the roof. Same. Uh-huh. First time I met him, same thing. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then, yeah, and then you guys introduced me to, to Roger. Yeah, yeah. And Jenny. Yep. And, um. The rest is history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it, it really is. Like, no, well, no, not really. I mean, obviously, you still had some growing pains in that process, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, right from that year to, yeah. to, 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 to where you're at now. So, what so, do you think was the difference, though? What what made it like just a boom pop? Well, uh, I think, I think like once you know, people really started getting behind me on Instagram. You know, when Lala shouted me out, dude, I got 40,000 followers in 24 hours. Wow, insane, dude, she's bro. insane. Wow. She's so like, <clears throat> that's awesome. There's like she she has clout man like lala says jump people jump well like still, not not for nothing it, it, yeah you still cook for yeah her. but she i mean still hits me up and you know all, all those endorsements help i'm sure but so your, product, your product your product and your 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 uh consistency oh yeah and you know, just you how know, you approach it is what really made itself you to, know what to else me. you have that's very catchy your name where, where, yeah. where did you when and where did you come up with that yeah. that's a very catchy um, my dad man my dad so you know, like I, I um, I think what happened was, man, me and my dad have always uh, have butted heads, and um, my dad was just like, felt like I was always trying to get out of work, because on the outside looking in, it just looked like I was some asshole who just wanted to start his own company and not do any work. Um, that's probably why I failed a bunch of times. Um, so towards the end of my <laughs> towards the end of my failing career, my dad was really on me to like you know start at the bottom start at the bottom, work your way to the top. And, um, and that was a big mental change was when I accepted the fact I needed to start at the bottom and start, you know, and that was a big, um, like, you know, and the, that got me in the mentality it took to be where I am today. You know, like dice the onions, scrub the pots and pans, clean the kitchen, you know, mop the floor, that, that type of stuff, man, that was really good. So I think what the big change was when my dad, um, gave me his blessing to do this, you know, cause this was almost like a rebel project, you know, like my dad wanted me to go get a job and learn and then start a business. He didn't want me to just go start a business, you know? Yeah. So it was like a, a rebel thing. And, um, when he, you know, he gave me my, my blessing, he said, you know, this is what you love to do. Do it, be the best. And I felt like, you know, it's my fucking old man, dude. You know, I gotta be the best. Um, so you're saying like in the beginning you were just doing it just to do it and, didn't know what was going to come of it, but, but when you made that, like you said, burn the ships, you're like, all right, this is all or nothing at this point. Right. Yeah. Man, my back was up against the wall. <laughs> I knew that this was all I knew, and I knew that nobody else was going to hire me. <laughs> 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 so how, here's a question for you. How how do you, because you've had great success. Your company is yeah. very successful. And guys, I'm, I'm, not, well. I'm not media trained. Yeah. And for me to cover like 13 years yeah, of my yeah, early yeah. days, it's all good. Listen, brother. I'm None trying. Of us are media trained here. It's all right, all right, all right. Sorry, we're in my basement. Yeah. Let's not forget. My wife, my wife, my wife is definitely cringing right now uh, watching me no. in here. Hey, um, the realness that that's why everyone loves you because exactly. you're real, real as it gets. You're yeah, not fan phony. That, you're not. You're not like uh, just some some you know image behind a brand. Correct. You're not. Yeah. To, you're not. You're, you're is, just being yourself. Which is what I was going to say. You had, you had humble beginnings. Your dad humbled you with that speech. Oh man. How do you stay humble being cuz you see it often. You see people that Yeah, they start, start to feel invincible. Thing. Correct. And then they they get a little um, carried away, but you give back. This guy gives more back to the community and I'm talking 
Yeah, I mean, you know, we we've done a, a number of charities and giveaways yeah. within turkey giveaways at Thanksgiving yeah. time, but gives a lot back to um, you know police, fire. He's he's just constantly proactive in the community, constantly. So, how, what keeps you humble? What keeps you? you there, know, there's a number of things. Number one, man, there's like there's there's a number of reasons why. I'll and I, in no particular order, but over the course of my life, I've always been near. And very close to like very successful entrepreneurs and I've saw the rise and fall the ones who really fell were the ones whose ego like you know when you're an entrepreneur dude you're an elected official and if you start fucking pissing everyone off because you're some cocky asshole like you're you're not you're not you're gonna lose the election so like part of um part of being a successful entrepreneur and business owner is like understanding that part of the game you know like is it more important for me to just listen to some guy or, or like argue with him or be like a dick and piss people off for no reason or like talk about how fucking smart I am? You know, like nobody wants to hear that. So like a lot of times, you know, and like sometimes I get uncomfortable talking about the E-Clean Bro story in a way because, dude, I I worked hard. You know, people people don't want to hear that like you worked harder than them mm -hmm. or like you sacrificed more than them or you gave up more or you fucking put all your eggs in one basket a million fucking times and like one time it paid off like like I, getting I don't, into I it, don't know that I totally what? agree with that. I think a lot of people do want to hear that story. I uh, want to hear that story. You know what? I, I got no, like well, I, I mean, it, there, I there's it, haters out there yeah, and jealous yeah. people that probably don't want to hear that story. But I, but, but I think it gives <clears throat> hope to future entrepreneurial brains right. that want, you know, because you, you motivational speakers, bro, they, I feel like they just get up there and they regurgitate a lot of the same stuff. And if you want it bad enough, go get it. You're you're openly talking about yeah. your failures. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that you were quote-unquote a fuck-up if you will oh, and that and that and that and i and he yeah. runs a very successful very <laughs> sometimes respected man, business thank now, you so. thank you very much um so going back to why i'm humble franchise then, by the way atlanta yeah. shout out atlanta oh, yeah, yeah, atlanta yeah. wait wait You're and and, and so he's in atlanta and now we're moving to oh, boston, boston. Yeah. Yo, so yeah, yeah you ship to yeah, How? we ship. We you ship, ship. Yeah, we ship to Boston now. But we're we're in eleven states. 11 and what's states. really crazy? Ship to eleven states. You deliver in Jersey and you deliver in uh, the Atlanta yeah. area. No, in, Jersey, in New York, New York, New York Philly, some of Delaware now, right? Is that right? You know, um, I got to check the days. I think it's uh, is it Newcastle, Delaware? <laughs> maybe. Wow. So maybe you're in four states in, in Jersey, right? PA. Yeah, New we, York. We have all the um, Jersey, Delaware, right? And then Boston well, area. You get this. Alabama, yeah. Alabama. <laughs> All of Alabama can get E-Clean Bro shipping. All of Alabama. Wow. All of Alabama, uh. which is like, bro, as a Jersey kid yeah. who started this thing with three hundred fucking dollars, I uh. I thought I always dream big, like I dream real big, but I never thought I'd be selling meals. In <laughs> Just Alabama. visualize one of your visualize one of your delivery guys in like alligator infested waters Jesus. delivering E-Clean Bro in a canoe or something, and yeah, yeah, in the bayous of Alabama. So. Um, dude, I've seen the rise and fall of many great entrepreneurs. Um, also, um, you know, it's also like people, I, people I admire, you know, like when I was, um, bartending and shit and doing security work, I ended up doing a, a security job, ended up meeting LL Cool J. And I just thought like, man, like it's so much cooler to be the man and be fucking nice than it is to like be the man and be some asshole. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. How was LL? 
oh, dude, he was the coolest fucking oh, dude okay. ever. I thought you were going to say the opposite. No, yeah, no, that was Nas. Nas. Nas is an asshole? Fucking asshole. Really? Oh, man. Wow. Wow. I love Nas. Favorite I rappers, know. too. Yeah. That sucks. No. Well, maybe he was <laughs> we caught him on a bad day. Prob- yeah. may- Yo, look, man, but that's all it takes is one time. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. like, maybe the one time someone meets me and I'm having a bad day. Uh, I know. Yeah. It you sticks know? with them forever. I always try to, I always try to just uh, give people, my best People say all the time, like, if, if someone stops me and says... You know, not that I'm anybody crazy famous, but can I take a picture with you? Oh, yeah. And then other people will come up behind that person and say, doesn't that annoy you? Doesn't that bother no. you? I say, not at all. It would take me longer to explain why I don't want to take a picture with that person than it does to take the picture. I'm lucky. When people stop wanting to yeah. take pictures with me, yeah, that's, that's when what the, I always say. That's <laughs> when the ride's over, that's you know? When, that's <laughs> when you got to worry about when they yeah. stop asking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude, you know, when we were out, I got a picture of you when we were out at Butcher Block with, uh, with Todd. And somebody's like, hey, can I have a picture with Todd Frazier? And then Frankie's like, yeah. That's, and he's like taking the picture. That's when Frankie shit himself. No, no, no. no that, that was when Todd shit that himself. That was Todd. Oh, my God. Yeah. I got a He crop that. dusted the whole fucking place. He, oh, man. That was bad. That was a bad one. Todd claims it was Frankie. I'm just saying. Yeah. 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 No, it was definitely Todd. <laughs> so they got confirmation. There you go, Todd. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, being, uh, being humble is... Um, Dude, it's it's so important, and I don't know. It's just the way you got to be. Like I like I tell people, man. You're not only humble though. You also support your people. I mean, you yeah. support me. You support Rod. You support the whole Jersey Shore cast. You support Lala. Any event she she does. I mean, I, I know this just because I know you personally, but uh, I think that goes a long way too. People see you're a genuine person. You're not just sitting there trying to make a buck. You really want to help people. Yeah. And, and and to me, that's why. I mean, that's why I love you. That's Thank why you, Roger man. loves you. You know what I mean? Like you're not just some guy that's that's some entrepreneur. That's you know. I don't just te- worry I, about money. I I don't think money's even your thing. No, I really don't. I don't text no. people much and ask people for money. Money's nice. Don't get the money wrong. A couple but, times yeah, I've texted you nice. to help friends out, and you, your response is always the same. Whatever, you, whatever you need, bro. Every That's time, it. whatever you need, bro. So. That's it. I have a I have a good time. Listen, man. Um, I tell people all the time. I have been blessed by God. All right. I don't got to be greedy, man. You know, I got a fucking God behind me. It's real. My story, like my buddy, that guy, eight years later, calling me. Hey Paul, can I cook your parents' house? Paul's fucking parents has a commercial kitchen at their house. Yeah, this with is like my three, favorite story. Like three refrigerators, right? So Come when, on, so that's when, like God, bro. Yeah, that's so, like God. Meant to be. It's meant to be. Is that, is that, is that, is that, is that the one you burned almost, down? Almost burned down. Oh man, yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's a good story. I got. Um, I need a refill. Yeah. So, uh, dude. So it's a propane. It's the house is fueled by propane, and the thing is with propane, it's a heavy fuel. Propane's a heavy fuel. Well, like, like whatever, it like it sinks Six. to the bottom and then okay. it accumulates. Okay. So, uh, so my guy turned the gas on. <coughs> propane. No, what do you mean, like propane stove? Yeah, they had like a propane How's grill. That? Propane. Oh, grill just like a regular house. like a uh, propane grill, like propane we have on the back backyard barbecue grill. Yeah, like that. Okay. Yeah, it was a grill. It was inside, and uh, you know my my boy turns the uh, turns on the gas. And I'm um, like, hey, man, how long has the gas been on for, right? He's like, oh, I'll just light it. So, uh, dude, I got the grill lighter, and it's like click, click, click. And there's a... And, dude, once I heard that noise, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then the flames, dude, just, like, go up my arm. My arm hair is on fire, dude. The, the flames all up my face. And then you have mullet then, all right? No, no, okay. no, no mullet. <laughs> Frank, yeah, Frankie, Jamie's rocking a sweet mullet. He took his hat off. It is fucking sweet. 
So then, dude, so, like, as you can see where my mullet is, dude, the flames come in. Boom! Dude, the the doors on the grill, like, shot out, hit me in the leg. My leg ripped open. Oh, I'm damn. like, I'm like, oh, no. I got shot in, like, the hip with, the um with like, one of those grill uh, scrapers. Mm. And the door hit me, dude, and the, the the explosion was like pretty pretty serious, and that's why I thought I that's when I thought like I actually blew my tick off, dude. <laughs> the the fucking explosion was like waist high, you know what I'm saying? Well, so so was, here's the crazy part: is we had Rory Hamill in here our last episode, uh-huh. who was involved in a, a really you know he stepped on an ID, got blown up, and his yeah. his concern his concern was that his dick might have yeah. got blown off, but it was there. How fucked up would it be if you were just cooking and blew your tip off? <laughs> Rory survives Iraq with his dick. Yeah, that would be oh, epic. Man. Our next Dude, guest is missing a dick I, from a grill. You know what? Not to sound like not to sound like a bitch, man, but that explosion was so scary. Like, I could never imagine what like a real like oh, how yeah. scary, how traumatic a real explosion is. Because I still to this day, as much as I love cooking, man, like I get an anxiety attack every time I light the fucking stove. I, uh, I was I was in a legitimate explosion. You know, I didn't lose any body parts, but. Uh, Man, holy shit, that was scary. Um, <laughs> Did your friend's mom shut you down after that? Or? So they were they were in Florida, and uh, dude, the whole like dude, the islands, all the cabinets, everything was just fucking blown apart. Um, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm just wondering why fuck. why did they have a commercial kitchen in their house? The guy, um, dude, the guy just loved to cook, man. Wanted mm-hmm. to have like entertaining parties and shit. And I guess he got older and said, "Fuck it, moved to Florida." So they had a really cool house. Indoor pool and shit. It was That's awesome. It's fucking cool. Um, <laughs> so, so you had to fix all that shit, I guess. I, me and my boy, put it back together, and um, dude, we actually put it back together. Really? Well, like I guess it was just pieces and stuff, and uh, cleaned up. Wood glue does wonders, yeah. bro. We put it back together, and like no one noticed. So. I never said anything. Hopefully, they're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no. Wait, no. You never told anybody about I ne- this? I never told anybody. Wow. Well, dude, I was... Oh, so bro, your boy was with you, though. Your boy... No, he wasn't with me. Oh, so he you, was you, out. He was at nursing school. Oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Yeah. So so you did this all by yourself? Me and my guy who were cooking there. Cooking, but, so, but the guy's house was... It was. He didn't know. No one knows. He still don't know. They sold the fucking house. It's not even their house oh, okay, anymore, right, so done, no one done. should care. So it's over. Yeah, 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 it's over. Wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah, but dude... Whoa! Uh, at that point, I was like, "That's what it. year was this?" Uh, thirteen, man. That was okay. like, was uh, this before or after I met you? No, no, dude, no, nowhere near. That was like early two thousand thirteen. Okay. That was like, I was at I was at Nona's in a legitimate kitchen by the time we met. There was uh-huh. no uh, this was this was uh, this was only friends and family at this time, dude. I wasn't trying to promote nothing. Like I had a rolodex of people who really liked my food and. I had like capacity issues. It was just like me and some guy, mm-hmm. you know, like one of the dudes I bartend with. So, um, I'll tell you what though. In 2013, when I first met you, and you brought meals and all this stuff. Like to me, you're already big time. Uh, yo, so you know? uh, like I thought you were already big time. The way the way he, he presented himself, the way you presented your meals. So hold it up. was all hold it up. was pretty much the way it was now. We, I yeah, feel like obviously to, it's not. We, it it went through a lot of changes, but I mean, you got the meals. They were great. The bag, you had all that stuff yeah. already figured out. Everything was great, though, man. That's because my fucking food was great. Yeah, my food no. is my your food's food, legit. I'm not no bullshit. Yeah, I'm not just saying legit. it. Your food's legit. I don't get tired yeah. of eating it. I eat it for all my camps. I know all, a lot of thing. my a lot of my oh, fighter hey, buddies hey, eat it for all the camps. Here's a question for you: what, what is your most ordered meal? I'm guessing it might be the yeah. fucking egg. Yeah, it is. Is it? 
Boom. Booyah. He has yeah. a meal. <laughs> Jamie offers a meal that yep. he named the Frankie Egger, which is steak, sirloin yeah, steak, right? Like steak, bro. Green, green beans yep. like and potato wedges, red potato wedges, correct? Yeah. So yep. good. It is so effing good. Bro. Yeah, you're man. welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> you did it. You did it. Um, yeah, I remember I was so excited that night. I called you and I'm like, dude, I want to name this meal the Frank Yeager. What do you think, man? Wait, wait, hold on. Yo, is that even okay, man? Like, do you <laughs> yeah, care? Yeah, like, He's yeah, like, bro. yo, do it. And I was like, fucking right on. That's like, awesome. It's so, my favorite um, meal, it is. Yeah, it's it's fucking good. Um, but my whole thing is like, dude, I don't have to be the smartest businessman in the world. If I'm going to bat for my fucking customers and my employees every fucking day, mm-hmm. it's going to pay off. It's going to fucking work itself out. Like I don't have to know everything, but dude, if I know I go to bed every night, like how can I make my employees happy? How can I give more to my customers? If those are the two things I go to bed every single night asking myself, then like, I don't need a fucking master's degree from Harvard to make a fucking living. Cause I'm out fighting for the motherfucking people who look out for me. Correct. And then, Oh Oh, you motherfuckers need help? Bang. Fuck. Whatever you need, I got you. Or I'll try to help. You know, sometimes people want big-ass donations. Yo, dude, I can't give you fucking 20 Gs, but yo, here's a G, yo. Good luck with the other 19, you know? Um, That's, like, another thing, too. You know, people come at me with some big fucking ass. I don't think, like, dude. People probably think a lot, a lot more. Like, they, you know. Yeah, like there's you other see the success and they want to they want to dip in on it. Well, you're Let's still you're still growing, man. You got to reinvest. You got to put that money back. And they see yeah. you as a no, you're an everyday guy. You're not like this fucking big guru. I, mean, I know you may be, you know, <laughs> financially, but I mean you're like this normal yeah. dude. That's why they look at you like that. I, I think, imagine. Like, I think, dude, like, oh man, I don't know, man. If maybe I had more of like a Conor McGregor flair, like <laughs> like you were fighting. Yeah, I just want to be really good at what I fucking do. I want to be. Uh, good to my people and and that's that's really it man i don't i don't know sometimes man if i could be more like conor mcgregor maybe that'd be better no i like i like the jamie yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. All right. i like the meat? italian jamie i don't want an irish yeah. jamie. Yeah. <laughs> God, eat, eat me like that. <laughs> <laughs> guys like that are polarizing and they have you know massive numbers that follow him but yeah. you know you said it best as men when you're like that and you're that polarizing and you're very controversial as many people hate you as love you, I can't think of one person that hates you, bro. You you know you might not have as yeah. big a platform, but you're. I'm very sure there's someone out there. There are haters right now. Since I, uh, <laughs> other food companies, probably. Oh yeah, and well, dude, of course. since I've been since I've been working out with Mike, yeah. dude, I gotta uh, tell you, I yeah, he get, he, you get a lot of like. I gotta uh, tell you, I think residual like, hate just from people. He gets I, so much hate. Come I think on, like I think like the Jersey Shore cast has by far the most evil haters. Oh, oh he's so stupid, oh, my though. God, man, hundred percent. But there that's that's like, a, a straight up hater. Yeah. yeah. You know? Oh man, they're like. Uh, Someone was like correcting my form with my bicep. Oh, yeah. I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> How's this? All right, what made you? Because I feel like what separated you from everyone else is your advertisement. Like you went over after every billboard. You're all over you Jersey to this day. You are, and you've everywhere. been for years. Like, who, yeah. what, what was that your idea? Like, let me just um, corner this market and, and get all, a, a, in front of everyone's face. My boy, what? my boy Johnny Oak was like, "Yo, we should do billboards." So I was like, "All right, man. Like, let's try one." Um, I wanted my grandma to see it, so I put it like right by my aunt's house in Sarahville, and uh, I thought that was cool. Yeah, and then yeah. I put uh, they're so all over. They're the everywhere, everywhere, man. Everywhere. So then, all I know is I was. I mean, you had it was nicely used yeah. me for one of your ads, and I was, oh, I, was I was in front of Lincoln oh, Tunnel, yeah, bro. That's yeah. that. I mean, dude, really? how many cars? Yeah, right. No do you know the ones that above the Lincoln Tunnel? Yeah, I was on his. No, shit. yeah, dude, ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was cool. Um, so I, I, you know what, bro? People love 
people love the uh the highlights you know like how, the low lights uh, no so like i'll tell you a highlight right so i started with the billboard in saraville and then i started thinking strategically like okay the commuters from saraville are probably going down route nine let me get like a i got 35 south going into route nine south i put the billboard in my hometown in old bridge and then once i started parlaying signs people would see like a small sign then a big sign that way it keep my spend a lot lower than buying two big signs. You don't need two big signs. You can do a small sign or three small signs, however you want to do it. But uh, There's one on Route 9 right by my old house, small sign. Was it Blue Channel? Was that clear, how? clear Channel. Clear Channel. But That's out, who owns so out front. So I, I have Clear Channel and Outfront. They're my two companies. Outfront, yeah, yeah. So I made friends, with the, uh, made friends with the sales rep, and she started looking out for me. And uh, one day she gave me a call. And uh, she's like, hey, you know, Six Flags just um, just dropped out of a campaign. Like, I can get you this campaign for pennies on the dollar, but you got to, like, tell me yes. And it was like a half a million dollar marketing campaign for pennies on the dollar. I'm not going to say the exact number because I don't want to, like, throw right, anyone right, under right, the bus. Right, but right. it was a very large number for me at that time. But um, I had to do it. I'm I'm pretty sure it was like January of 2016 is when E-Clean Bro really took over New Jersey as like a billboard power. Um, I got that campaign for pennies on a dollar. It was Geico, Miller Lite, E-Clean Bro. Like did you, down now, the whole turnpike. Did you notice the, the, the effects of being up? So what happened was, yes, and then like the celebrity mentions and the billboards, like the reinforcement, the constant reinforcement started to just pay off dividends. I mean, it was insane. My whole worry was like I have saw the rise and fall of MySpace. So I think like kids my age in technology businesses are always thinking, what if this fucking platform crashes? So I was always worried like, fuck, if Instagram goes down and like all my followers are gone, I want people to know I'm the truth in real life. So that was another reason why I wanted billboards. Mm. So like mm -hmm. they, then like they just started playing off each other and they had a huge impact. But I had a, a crazy campaign <clears throat> for like the first six months of 2016 once you make that impression on somebody then they start thinking your billboards are everywhere at one point they were everywhere i feel like they are man at least in jersey yeah, so yeah. yesterday i meant to tell you this yesterday i was you know i have a normal day job no i was, I was delivering to account yeah sponsors sponsor us so we don't have to work a day job <laughs> um i was working my normal day job i was in in uh, brick off burnsville road and i was leaving an account and a guy got out of his car across the street and when he pulled in, he got out of his car. He just waved to me. I was across the street or whatever. I waved back. I don't know the guy at all. And he opens his back door and starts unloading a couple bags, and he's got a big bag of Eat Clean Bro. <laughs> oh. I pulled up, and I said, hey, man, Eat Clean Bro. I said, we're interviewing the owner. He's a friend of mine, oh, nice. Jamie, tomorrow. And he's like, you tell him I'm a diabetic, and this is the best shit. I go every week. Hell I pick yeah. it up. Oh, nice. He goes to your brick your brick location. Oh, yeah, point. Yeah. And gets the, the ready-to-eat ones there. I go there pretty often, too, man. Nice. Nice. <clears throat> Place is great. Dude, uh, a pop-up store. They call it not a pop-up store, uh, yeah. but you know, it's just a, it's, you can go and get your meals there instead of ordering. Yeah, man. You doing any more of those? The only one having point. There's a kid up in um. There's a kid up in Wayne who really wants to do one. So mm. I got some shit about the pop-off in Wayne. But, maybe, uh, maybe in Tom's River, bro. Yeah, yeah. Before like people start, before people start trying to buy my wholesale license and shit, I need to make sure that like this model works. Right. Mm. So we did like a six-month like we're doing like a six-month analysis on Point Pleasant to see like where it's at. But um. It's, it's crazy, dude. Like, like I, I think I kind of, like, bombed my fucking story, but uh, I, I don't know. Never. I don't know, like, I don't know how I feel about my story. 
You know, because like the story is only positive. Uh, it's only good. It is right. Absolutely. Like, dude, me? I got my fucking ass kicked to be here, bro. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's the best story there I is. I got like, bro. yo, Frank. I don't know why you could question well, that. Oh man, dude, the internet is a fucked up place, isn't it? Oh, dude, you're telling well, you're me. You're talking bro. about like hate, hate, haters. Yeah, ah, dude, don't listen to haters, man. You Even can't pay after them. you, haters. Mo- if anything, haters, haters are good. You know, I know Roger likes to like delete some of the bad talk. <laughs> I like the bad talk. Yeah. Let them talk no, bad. I never. The good yeah. people are going to defend you. Yeah, I yeah, never yeah. used to. Nobody engaged them more than me. But not even like, you know, if someone was like, "Oh, you're a piece of shit. Fuck you. You're whatever. You're you're a shitty dad." I never went back at them like, "Oh, fuck you. You're a fucking." Ass. It was always sarcasm, bro. I just yeah. was sarcastic as shit back to them to piss them off even more. Yeah, no. But then you're good I, like that. I just don't have time for it anymore. So now I do. I just fucking block most of them now. You know, unless they're funny. If they if they hit me with some real good shit and it's funny, I'll be like, he'll, he'll oh, play, that, was, that was fucking yeah. good, you know. But even after becoming a success and and going to the Freehold yeah. location, uh, known as is it? There was known as an uh, at Southgate Manor. Southgate Manor. Manor. Even after being there, <clears throat> you know, we always keep in touch. We always chat. I know you've had a a, a number of obstacles in your way. Even I know there was like a, you had a variance issue. I think at one time where the town was trying to. Shut oh, you down. And yeah. one one story that sticks out is you went out and bought, like, I'm going to throw a number out there, 15 brand new vans that were diesel. And we had one oh, day, yeah. this was maybe in, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 17, 18, maybe. We had one yeah. really cold day in the winter. It where wasn't all a his, day. It was 30 days under all, 30. All, yeah, it was a bunch of days. All yeah, of we his, don't have winter anymore. His delivery drivers no. came in to go deliver, and not one of the vans would start. Yeah. The fuel was all gelled up and oh, shit. Oh, because and, in diesels, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was. Then we're, like outdoor space you, heaters you know what you do fuel. very well bro much better than i do stress yeah. is going to kill me i'm going to probably die at 50 of a heart attack but well, you really I handle stress only a year away Jesus. Yeah. i think um, <laughs> on, you Roger. handle you handle stress extremely well well bro. dude uh i actually man before this podcast i got all like fucking nervous like a turd Just us brother but Just um you. dude i gotta tell you i do brain training sometimes at my boy's place in freehold and it um what do you mean brain training it's um, Jesus. I'm so bad at explaining things. They set like they fucking put these things on your head. What thing like, like um like probes, and then you have to look at a screen okay. and it pays attention to your focus, mm-hmm. and it like it'll set you off like um. It just pretty much like is supposed to put you in a meditative state, and like like a flow state, something, but. The guy said my brain is off the charts, <laughs> which like, like in a good way. Well, like he said, like my response to stress is like the like it really it's, is it's off the charts. I've never oh, seen, so you never you never stressed out. You feel you feel like you don't get stressed. He out? doesn't, bro. or you just cover it well. Ah, uh, man, you know what? Dude? How can you not be stressed out when you own a company like this? I'll tell you what. Some of the worst shit has happened to him with his yeah, company being man, in serious fuck. jeopardy. And he's just like, man, I'll figure it out. You know, like we got to do this, we got to do this. I mean, there was times where you couldn't even deliver because of circumstances, and you're like, we'll figure it out, we'll figure it out. It was in the early days. I used to like break out in hives. So you used, it used to get to you. Yeah, and I think like I, I think like I yes, but uh, I've had some man. But you know what, dude? This is part of being in business. Like you kind of have to. Um, I mean, this is this is my position, man. I have to stay calm. You know, being calm is powerful. And uh, I agree. People don't, you know. I'm horrible at it, but right. I agree. Nobody wants to be in battle with somebody who fucking loses their mind at the drop of a hat. Um, it's just a sign of. It's just characteristics. It's leadership. It's. It's also being through fucking tons of um, adversity. 
yeah man like uh really really tough adversity especially because i'm in a position where like i'm a technology business but like i'm not a technology person you know so like i'm at the mercy of a lot of people no you're in a technology business because people order through the the internet right right exactly so you have to hire people to do all that stuff for you yeah and you got to hire the right people man and it's stressful especially when like people could easily take bribes or like pay back payoffs to get contracts people can also make up their price dude if i just started making up my price people would check me fast as hell because people know what like food costs Mm -hmm. you know people know they can go to mcdonald's for ten dollars and that's like the baseline of all meals like what makes something expensive well when it's more than mcdonald's it's expensive but it's kind of crazy man because i mean you're not getting whole foods from mcdonald's mcdonald's doesn't deliver to your door no well i'm just i'm just talking about like the people know people when it comes to the price of food people are educated consumer right like, well they're just cheap but <laughs> that's why they right. get educated but when people, <laughs> exactly. be real but when you're trying to build a website dude people could just make up whatever fucking price they want to make up right right you know? oh i don't think we. oh got, that you're saying the website people make your prices up or you make your prices up like when i go to buy a website they could charge me five hundred thousand, yeah. and like how where do i even go yeah, how do you know right, yeah. Right, yeah i yeah. see what you're saying mm-hmm. with the technology aspect um you started to talk about your dad and how he gave you the speech and everything. I don't think we actually got to. I know it has something to do with your dad, how you picked the name Eat Clean Bro. Oh, bro is right. such a Jersey thing, people that yeah. aren't from Jersey. but the, Yeah, bro. I say bro way too yeah, much. Yeah. I can't help it. He uh, just Basically, ingrained. man, so my dad was like, I didn't know what I wanted to call it. My dad's like, why don't you just call it Eat Clean Bro, man? That's all you like. That's all you say. So I was like, Eat Clean Bro. I'm like, I liked it because it was easy to remember. Yeah, that's perfect. Who doesn't know how to spell Eat Clean or Bro? So my dad... <clears throat> My dad went on a GoDaddy, checked, eCleanBro is available, eCleanBro.com, scooped up eCleanBro.com, and that was it, man. Got the LLC through LegalZoom. Now, how about this? And I trademarked it in, like, 14 or whatever. So now, like, I own the trademark, eCleanBro. Oh, yeah. Now, now, didn't you get, f- someone told you not to use blue, am I right? Yeah. Yeah, man. I hate McDonald's. My favorite color is red, but I don't want to be anything like them. Mm. So instead of instead of red, and yellow, don't they say like uh, like studies show that red is something that has to do with yeah, hunger? So, yeah. So like one thing with me, man, is like I don't want to have to trick you into buying my fucking food. Mm-hmm. I want my food to be so good that you're like, hey, I want this food. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use psychological warfare and chemicals to get you addicted to my food. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's awesome. It's not what I want to do. Right. But like you're, you're gonna be authentic and genuine. H two, bro. When, when when that hasn't been on the market that long. When did you come out with that? Uh, it's alkaline, alkaline water. Alkaline yeah. water. Yeah. If people don't know what alkaline is. It's a it's a pH water, right? It has like it, yeah. How much? And and if it's more alkaline, the better. Correct. Uh, Listen, like man. What I, what I like about my water, it comes from New York. It's Tastes out, good. It's pulled out of the ground. It's um it's naturally alkaline. Um, comes right out. It's fast. This isn't like sitting in a warehouse or anything. All right. It's direct, couple weeks old max. You know, turnaround time for the water super fresh, which that matters. The, that's yeah. like the coolest thing for me. But dude, I brought this here and Renee tested it. She's nuts, bro. Dude, She's... I was glad because she had all these kits for the water. I was like, yeah. like damn. And, and, and it held true. Oh yeah, no, it was all the claims and were real. True. Yeah. Which thank God because motherfuckers could sue me for that shit. Yeah, you know, right. Yeah. Not trying to get sued. Like vitamin water, didn't they get sued? I, I don't know. I think they got sued because they, they, they said they had vitamins in it. Well, that, Pete, vitamins that Pete and Larry cookie or whatever it is that's always in every gym, they got sued. No. Making, I heard there was a class action suit. They were making all kinds of claim that it's oh, super healthy. It's like really bad for you. Fuck. 
Dude, we were just trying. We were just like about to onboard those as a product. Oh uh, no, shit! Those cookies. Yeah. Look it up. I'm pretty well, sure there was a class. Yeah, my re- my registered dietitian like reviewed it. She's like, yeah, the label looks good, but they they may have cleaned it up. It was a while Dude, ago. Dude, I'm gonna tell you right now. I had one of those Lou, cinnamon. The cookies, class action suit. Am I wrong? Well, you used to eat them all the time. You know, Google, <laughs> Google it. Where's your phone? Google it. Let us know. I had the uh, so I had the cinnamon sugar cookie today. From Pete and Larry. It's Pete, let, let, Not Pete and Larry. It's Pete and something. Is Pete, it? Lenny and Larry. Lenny and Larry. Pete and Elders. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like, it was really good. It was really good. So you're a food guy. What's your favorite food if you had to pick one food? I know you like watermelon. Do that count? Oh, man. Damn. Yeah, watermelon is my favorite fruit by far. Fruit. Is it? Yeah. Um, it, uh, man. it depends. I'm like, I'm like a... Whatever I try, like <laughs> one food, man. Frank. Oh, that's a tough question. I know there's not. I mean, but do you have like a a genre of food that you like? Is it Italian? So, is yeah, it like, Spanish? Is it you it, know what I mean? Right. Like obviously, I love Italian food. Um, just why you can't know. you come up with a healthy pizza, man? Can you come up with? What do you mean? I mean like the pizza. packaging, man. The packaging. Pizza. Yeah. No, of course. Probably just the packaging is a pain in the ass. And then also, like, I don't have pizza. Protein ovens. cookie brand Larry and. Lenny and Larry says agreed to settle a lawsuit alleging it overstated the protein content of his cookies oh. in order ah, to avoid the cost. Well, how, how, how many fucking grams are they off? Come on. <laughs> I don't know. You know. I knew it was something about that. Well, I, you know what, dude? I appreciate a lot of restaurants. When I go to Italian restaurants, there's things like I appreciate. I love, I love like traditional steakhouses. Um, I'm, I'm just like a lover of food, man. Like, food Do you have a favorite food. steak place? Uh, you know what? It's, well, that's six hundred dollar wow goose, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta tell you the truth, man. Like I, I have eaten a lot of ribeyes, but I think my all time favorite cut's fillet, man. Seriously, fillet, huh? Bone in fillet, dude. I love it. Bone in fillet hmm. at a steakhouse, absolutely. And people ridicule me. I might agree me. with that. I might agree with dude. That. I just like it, bro. I don't yeah, know what I it is. Agree. Now, do you still cook yourself? I, Not when as much. I, when I get a chance, actually, like we're working on a for youth. yourself, maybe for you and your family to eat. Oh, to like yeah. That. yeah, I try. I just moved. Uh, just had a baby, dude. Second baby. Yeah, yeah I, dude. This is let's, like this is so far past my bedtime right now. <laughs> I was gonna say, let's talk to a new dad. How well, you making out over there? Yeah. Uh, all right, how, so how, how's it going as, now? Two, two now veterans. Listen, two veterans listen, over here. When I had one, I was like, "Holy shit! What the fuck? It's crazy!" Blah blah blah. blah, blah. It's hard, you know. And then number two, it threw me on my head, man. Yeah. It's like, damn, now now uh, I got to have one. She got one. I got to have one. You know, she can't take Eddie, it all the brunt. <laughs> Eddie Alvarez. Um, he, we were talking about his second kid because I was worried because my first kid, my son, is a handful. You know, he never wanted to be put down. If you put him down, he'd wake up, start yelling, um, love to be held, couldn't put him down. Um, so I was worried, you know, because my son was a lot. Um, I'm like, Eddie, like, what, what was it like for you? You know, he's like, oh, my second baby was colicky. And then like, he started scaring me and he's like, ah, it's like, you know, just play dead. You know, like I fall asleep. He, Eddie was telling me, he's like, you know, he, he has a trouble at night. He falls asleep like that. So he's like, I couldn't hold the baby. So my wife did all the work. I'm like, oh, you're so lucky. Your wife did all the work. <laughs> um, so now <laughs> I never even had, I never even had to play dead or fucking fall asleep. My wife does all the work automatically because well, she's a, she's a beast. Yeah, but, uh, awesome. and my wife was the same, but I, I mean, yeah, you know, I always tell my wife, there's a reason Kayla's no, a beast. But my, my second baby dude is a breeze. 
But you, his, from what I understand too, Milani was like that too, right? Like, isn't Gray? Yeah, like one, Milani one, was like one, came out fucking guns blazing. One was, I mean, there, there's differences in both, but one, one is just, just in general speaking, one is easier. I'll tell you the one difference with Milani is we gave her a binky, a, a pacifier, mm-hmm. and that was like four days of fucking anguishing hell getting her off that. Really? So we never gave Grayson one just because we didn't want to. Well, deal right, with it. Yeah. yeah. Giorgio still has the binky, and um, Santina doesn't. She doesn't even want it. So my yeah, my kid. None of we tried giving it to my kid. Listen, my kids were all animals. All of them cried. <laughs> this and that. And uh, we tried. <laughs> we tried giving him the binky because I wanted to shut the fuck up. But <laughs> none of them took to it. <laughs> Dude, I guess in the end it was probably good. Your house, man. Lean off it. You know? Yeah, your house is your house is fucking crazy. When I, <laughs> yeah, when I first awesome, came man. over to first meet you, dude, your kid was giving me anxiety because he was climbing all over shit, <laughs> and he was fucking young. Yeah, oh yeah. What, he was two thousand thirteen. He's three years old. Yo, he was stressing me the fuck out because I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, Frankie kids hurt. Like, I don't even want to be here right now because I don't <laughs> want this kid. Like, mm-hmm. he he was like a monkey, dude. Like, yeah, dude. He. Yeah. I, I always feel like when I come here. That my house is normal. I feel like like sometimes I go to other people's houses where it's just everything's perfect and the kid is sitting there perfectly quiet reading a book and shit. And then I come to Frankie's and I'm like, my house is fucking yeah, normal. Yeah, yeah. My house is good. There's always like some new animal yeah, yeah, yeah. or some kids breaking yeah. something. And you're like, wow. Yeah. But uh, I'm like, Frankie, what lives in that cage? Like, uh, a couple hamsters. We haven't seen them in two weeks. Yeah, dude, for real. We lose <laughs> hamsters all the time. Oh, my God. I'll be, I'll be, they have a wheel. I go, how do wheel. you find them? Goes, I'll be watching. Cleaning lady. You yeah, the clean them. lady finds it sometimes. Oh, man. I'll yeah. literally be watching TV. It'll be like 12 o'clock at night, and all of a sudden I hear, the fight's on the fucking wheel. I'm like, dude, well, you've been gone for two weeks. Now you're back on a wheel? <laughs> Damn. But, uh, but dude, you know what? Um, the last, like, Giorgio's, like, just got a cold, so it's it's been rough, man. Like That's the worst. It's hard, but, sick, yeah. you know, what's crazy is um, I always thought of myself as, like, a very creative person, like... <clears throat> before I had Georgia, I was, I had very like creative thoughts. I could really like, I could really calculate my moves like 10 steps down. Um, I felt like I was just such a superior thinker and now like I'm two kids in and I'm just like, man, thank God my fucking food is good. Cause if I needed to strategize shit, I'd be fucked. Yeah. Cause like I, I just, yo, I would be so fucked. Tired, right? yeah. Yo, you're tired. Um, you're functioning. Cause right. like you adapt. It will Giorgio, get easier. It will. Get yeah. Easier. It only it gets will. easier. Dude, Giorgio is about to be, uh, well, next week he'll be 17 months, and then Santina will be like a month old. Yeah, so, so my, my, um, my kids are 16 months apart, my boys. Yeah. Was, oh, my God, man. bro. But it's cool because they don't know what it's like without each other. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, dude, it's, uh, it, dude, it's, um, I got to tell you this too. The best thing I ever did was marry Kayla because. She's um. You better be saying that. Oh shit. my god, dude! <laughs> Kayla dude, came. Kayla, Kayla came on board with you. What year? Because no, I, feel, I think from I, she I, met I, me. I well, feel like she's always been part. I felt of like she used to be in the driveway. You used to drop in the car. We used to drop meals she, off. She came right. Um, she, we met the week after Valentine's Day in 2014. Okay. She we met each other like right like a week before I started. Like I, w- I started getting like la la shout outs, and that was like uh. That was fucking crazy, and she was with me, dude. When that when that shout out happened, I got the forty thousand followers, bro. Like my emails, my phones. Like she, she like she was ride or die from day one. She That's like awesome. just took the phone and started answering emails. And so you think she's a big part of the growth of E Clean, bro? Yeah, yeah. She um, she, was used, really- she used to before she had, you had kids. I would see her 
you know, any event that you guys catered, she would always come to our kids' birthday parties. Yeah. I would see her at Jamie's hair salon thing when she and she would always show up, bring yep. the food, set it up, be yep. there doing the friendly wave. And, she always believed in me, man. Yeah. From like from the moment we met each other, you know. Because you got to remember, dude, back in the day, back in that day, selling cold chicken was a really fucking crazy thing to think about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, who the fuck wants cold chicken, right? right, right. Like, yeah, but I mean, fuck, dude. I wish I thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> there was really nothing to think about. It was just what I did, yeah. you know? You went like, after it, man. You saw something, you, you seen an opportunity, you went after it. Yeah, well, it just was what I loved to do. I mean, I was just like, fuck yeah, I'll, I'll cook for everybody. Um, I loved cooking, and Kayla was there to really clean up the... Uh, she she really helped clean up the mess. Fine polished everything. Yeah, but then at the same time, dude, I also hired Chef John, who was my boy from uh, Brando's in Asbury Park. I used to, I was like the bar manager there, and he was the executive chef, and um, that was a really that's a really funny story too, man. I'm, I feel so bad I I didn't get to really tell any of these funny stories, but um, hey, we're still talking, yeah, baby. John, uh, please uh, tell. Go anyway, on, so yeah, I started. The more stories you tell, the less crying babies you have to go yeah, into. Yeah, yeah. So when I met Chef John. I went back to Brando's. I'm like, yo, John, man, I started my own catering business. He's like, yeah, yeah, see me in six months when you go out of business. And then, like, I ran into him at Restaurant Depot. He's like, yeah, yeah, see me in six months when you go out of business. And then uh, I ran into him one day and um, at Restaurant Depot. And um, I'm like, yo, John, you think you can come by and, like, insult? Like, I'll pay you a couple bucks. Like, just come by and, like, teach my guys how to cook. Because John, like, John's literally, man, like, no one, I don't think anybody can cook better than John. When John's on, he'll make food so good, you'll just start crying. <laughs> All right? Um, so John came in and was like, yo, I'm, I'm in between jobs. And uh, he saw what I was doing. And, uh, and jumped in? Yo, the famous question I asked John and Kayla was, how much, what's the least amount of money I could pay you for you to come work for me full time? <laughs> and... Uh, no. Did, he work, did he work with you at first? Or? Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah, he did. That's, That's my boy now. That's so, yeah, John is taken care of for life. Um, my, my motherfucker's taken care of, man. That's my boy. Um, and then my boy, Johnny Yoke. You know, I had a really good team. The um, the four of us made the best team that I could think of. And uh, it was a really, it was the best time of my life going from like $300 to multi-million um, we fucking, we did it. And what we did it with, like, E-Clean Bro is just such a bootstrapped story. Like, we just made it happen. It's an American story. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, it's, like, really important, man. A lot Capitalism, of people, baby. Believe in it. That's yeah. what America's about. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to avoid politics altogether. But you have to, um, dude, it's... It was very hard, man. You got to be passionate. It can be done. I'm proof it can be done. Passion is probably the most important thing. You agree? Yeah. You really got to be, you got to really love it. You got to believe. I always stress belief. Like, if you don't believe, mm -hmm. it's over. Like, you have to believe. Yeah, I agree. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just, I just always believed. I just always believed I could do it. And every time I failed, it wasn't because I was a failure. It was because I did, oh, I did this wrong. I think I, like, I think I as long as your dreams are within reality, and I think yours were, they were maybe on the outskirts of the potential of what you could do or what you could become, and you achieved it. But some some people say absurd, ridiculous things and and don't put the effort in. That's just never going to happen. You you have to have. Well, like, give me, have have all right, let's do an reality. exercise here. Give me yeah. the most absurd fucking dream you could think of. I'll be president of the United States. All right. So not going to happen. All right. Well, hold on. 
You're old be, enough. Well, you got to work backwards, <laughs> right? Might as well be Bernie. Say you want to do. Well, say you want to be the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. You don't just like go around and start hating on all the presidents and like yeah. hate. You, yo, man, you devise right. a fucking plan. Right. How did the last ten fucking presidents become presidents? Well, like you know, break it down. All right, try to try to create well, some well, sort of a fucking plan. I, I think. Yes and no. You're, I totally get what you're saying, but kind of the the new political ground that we're in is shitting on other opponents. You know what yeah. I mean? It kind of is. Well, yeah, hold on, I don't hold know on, that it used to be that way. Hold on. The landscape on. we're in now with the political. I said, I said you got to devise a plan. Right now, Not when you're when you're other. trying to be the president, if you are, you have yeah. a campaign strategist, so you need to be aware. You think, right. well, like, man, that's another thing too, man. A lot of people get really worried about like um, bodybuilding is a perfect example. They're like, oh, I don't want to step on stage until I get my calves a little bit bigger. Well, like, dude, you don't know what fucking package you bring to the stage. Like, you until got, you get up there. Until you get up there. Yeah. And it's the same thing with fighting. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with wrestling. It's nah, the same it's thing a, with everything. I just anything. Like, oh, I need to get I need to get a little more in shape before I start jiu-jitsu. Like, what? What do you mean? Like, that's why you do jiu-jitsu. To get yeah, in shape. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. a perfect example. So um, with business, man, people got to say, you know, one thing that my dad always told me with wrestling was like, He's like, fuck wrestling. He's like, you're learning how to compete. You're learning how to win. And and that's what business is. You know, you are, you you know, it's like a video game, bro. You got to analyze your weaknesses. Believe me, motherfucker. People are probably watching like, yo, this kid's an idiot. You know what? You might not be wrong, but I've surrounded myself with real smart motherfucking people. And like, I get to do what I want every day. And I don't have all the answers, but like I have a lot of smart fucking people around me at all times who have the fucking answers. And then I have advisors and I have other resources that like help me get shit done. So like the idea that you have to be this fucking perfect specimen to get anything done, like you got to throw that out the fucking window. Mm-hmm. Nah, what, well, you just got to want it, man. You wanted it. That, that's what it is. And it, you may have yo, smart people, yo, right? But you're no dummy. Let's be real. Uh, I mean, dude. No, I mean, I you d- may not be this fucking articulate <laughs> type of bookworm <laughs> that that could spit yeah. facts and and know all this stuff. No, but, that's you, but you're not scholar. a dummy. That's a scholar. I am not. Yeah, right. None of us. Are, none of us in this room are scholars. I am but not that does not mean that you're not, <laughs> no, not in an intelligent individual. You can, you know, there's there's book smart and there's street smart and there's business savvy and there's right. Harvard graduates. There's 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 you know. You got to play your hand. Right. You can't bitch about, oh, my hand fucking sucks. You make the best of what you got. You, you have to. And you got to be realistic with your goals. It, right. Look, man. That's that's what I started right. off saying. Right. I think you were. Right. Because the passion for food was there. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't have, you, you didn't think you were going to start off. But did with, you, did you conceive this? Did you think? Yeah, I did. You did. Yeah. So that's awesome. And that's, that's what's fucking unbelievable. Like, I, so what's next then? That's what I want to know. What's next? I mean, dude. Nationwide? Are we thinking well, nationwide? So there, there's like a couple of things. There's like a couple of options. So like we have Boston opening up, which is a um, like a license. Got to be a big market, Boston, correct? Boston is on the East be, Coast. I mean, it's probably the second biggest market, right? I gotta tell you, I fucking love Boston. I'm so excited to I have. Think an Frankie ex- and I need to be at that opening. You want to come? Yeah. Oh, dude, I. So I'll take the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take the car. Take the car and head over um, to Bar Harbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fit right in, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Um, Welcome shit. to Worcester, Bob. <laughs> well, I don't even know what the fuck we were saying. No, Boston. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we have Boston. We have, like, these pop-up stores. We have Atlanta. We have... Um, the, the options are pretty endless, man. So Do you want to be nationwide at some point? Can you be nationwide? Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, I think cheese... So... Cheesecake Factory, I think, was Cheesecake Factory for like thirty years before they started like shipping, really figuring shit out. Yeah. So like, 
one of the one of the hardest things about a food business is like you're working on a moving vehicle. So like, there's a lot of shit. Like, it's yo, man, it. it's really fucking hard to like keep growing at the like. We haven't had a fucking chance to slow down since fucking 2013. So like, not only are we operating on a moving vehicle, like we're we're improving we're improving the quality of the food. A lot of people when they scale up real high, their quality drops. Mm-hmm. My fucking quality has gotten Never, better. Yeah, it, it has. It really has. Because no bullshit. I'm investing in the fucking products. I'm upgrading. Any chance I get to to bring out a better product, I do it. You have a tremendous menu. You would yes. think you would think clean eating, right? You'd think. All right, I'm gonna go on limited, his, we- I'm gonna go on his website, and I'm gonna be able to pick from ten meals. No, bro, give us a rough idea how many meals you got. I think there's like sixty five things. It's on crazy. There. It's crazy. So uh, go to the last page. All the goodies are on the last page. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are. Those are good. <laughs> yeah, are. even our cookies and our brownie bites. Like we're we're taking them off the menu soon. But those are all organic ingredients. I mean, dude, they're the best fucking ingredients. Yeah, like, if you're going to eat yeah. dirt, might as well eat right. good dirt. Yeah, right. it's all that fucking Bob's Red Mill fucking organic everything, organic Why butter. you take it off the menu? We're just you not. better special make them for me then, you bastard. We're not like. protein balls are on point. You know what, point. dude? Our, our bread and butter are our meals, man. Mm-hmm. People yeah. love our fucking yeah. meals. Um, same thing, like, we're trying to make, like, the vegetarian plant-based shit, bro. They make a lot of noise on the internet, but when it comes to fucking buying, like they just dude. Don't buy. I think only two percent of the population eat vegan, but they're so, the I loudest two percent there is. <laughs> they're fucking loud. That's their. They uh, like to let you know that they're vegan, boy. Yeah, I mean, but you have vegan options, don't you? We sell broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> Come get your carrot, yeah. No, I mean, it, so basically, if say like, let's just say a vegan is listening. If you wanted to be a probably vegan. not, probably not. Yeah, no, not many vegans listen. <laughs> well, to dude, us. there's a lot of vegan jujitsu guys. Yeah, I, well, I know, and they're all like, they're all like so much more deadly than I am. Maybe my fucking jujitsu <laughs> sucks. Um, so, dude, you take your, you go to the a la carte menu. You get some asparagus, broccoli, string beans, rice by the pounds. You could create all types of stir fries and shit on your own if you wanted to. That would you could do like a vegan meal kit with me if you wanted to on your own. That's how you could get creative and do it. I just don't know how to fuck people get vegan, bro. It's uh, you know what, man? I don't even look. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I re- I respect their decision. I, as a as hey, a proud yeah. American, I respect mm-hmm. everything. Um, I just I just I just wish they respected mine. Well, <laughs> I, I was just gonna say, listen, I, you know what annoys me about vegans, and not all vegans, but it's the vegan that tries to push, tries to belittle me as a human for ethical reasons, for saying, you know, you go hug a cow. You don't need a cow. You hug a cow. That, I'm never going to get behind that. Like, you know, where there's, there's yeah, do you follow, like, thousands cra- of years like, of evolution of us eating meat. I'm not going to get behind that. Yeah. If you come at me from the scientific point of view, which actually holds a lot of validity now, there's a, a documentary, it's pretty old now, it's called Cowspiracy, where, you know, they talk about the, the pollution to the environment that clearing all this land causes, that the byproducts that the, the cattle give off, because there's so many meat eaters being added every day with, you know, new people being born. It it can't it can't, can't keep sustain. going. It can't sustain itself. So that's a really good scientific argument. The other scientific argument is that I think the FDA, what a couple of years ago or something, well, said on, that Roger, a plant based diet is, got, can sustain can give you a perfectly healthy lifestyle, I, which well, hold on. nobody I, ever thought before. So if you came at me with it that, can, but I, I hear you got a supplement though. If you, you came at me with that, you can't, you can't I'd be like, go, okay, my, don't my come thing, at me like you're a scumbag because you yeah. eat steak and I'm going to throw blood on you. I'll just eat a steak in front of you. Oh wait, shit. <clears throat> 
did this happen when you swallowed that fish? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. What? We talked about that. We did they, did he that. edit it out? No, no, no. no, no, we no. Talk, PETA came after me, bro. I remember the one that I came after me. If they only the knew, one, that's like the 10th the one, the one, alive. The one Jersey Shore episode you wrote that some chick was on there, and you said PETA. She's like, who's PETA? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she had big earrings on with, like, feathers on them, and I just made a joke, like, PETA's going to come after you. She's like, PETA. She's from Long Island. Yeah, yeah. Who's PETA? PETA? Who's PETA? <laughs> Dude, that's funny, man. Um, Yeah, it's just uh, shit. So what would you tell someone that's hard on, shit on their luck, you know, feeling like it's the end? Of of whatever their dream or whatever something they're striving for, business, school, sports, whatever. Because I mean, you kind of came from nothing to something. Yeah. And obviously, you had some turmoil to deal with and and some adversity to deal with. What would you tell someone like that? I mean, like, how down are they, bro? Like, are they ready to fucking kill themselves? Mm-hmm. How say, bad do you want? How bad? All right. Let's so say look. They are. Let's all right. Because that's the fucking point I got to. And I got to a fucking point of like such bad depression. I was so down on myself that I fucking wasted all my life. I was 26 and a half. Like, like I saw 27. I saw 30. I, I was like, shit. Like, you know, my whole life. Like, how old are you now? Just so people. 30, 33. 33 years old. That's how quick he turned his life around <laughs> and became a successful entrepreneur. People, those people out there that are programmed I, with that sort of I believe of mindset. your wife is just on, in the Forbes magazine, correct? Yeah, yeah. No yeah, way. She did it. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. My, my advice to anybody who's down on their luck, man, um, like, just be real, you know? Be real. You don't know, you really don't know how strong you are until strong is your only option. Right. And, uh, Every case, man, you just you just got to be all in it. Like there, you, you can't like expect a dream to happen if you're fucking half in, half out, or you're not fully committed or fully believe. Um, also, be like, be real with your dream, man. Like, don't don't just fucking start a meal prep company because you see me doing it. Right. You know, like believe always, in it. Like, do something right. you really want to do. So, like, something that you're willing to, to one, sacrifice. One of the for. things that's like I like to say to people is like. How many times have you guys hit a pothole in your life? Often. Like, often, right? Yeah, yeah. You ever hit a pothole and think, I'm going to start a paving company? Good way to put it. Never. Mm, yeah. Motherfuckers never think about, oh, Good I'm going to start a paving. Good people eat it. a fucking bad meal or people get excited they can cook at home. They want to start a food business. It's like, uh, it's like a very attractive like industry Mm -hmm. i'm almost like a fucking rock star to an extent Mm -hmm. people like look at me like i'm some anomaly motherfucker who like did it which i did (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh (laughs) i never wanted to open a food company i mean you're (laughs) i'm saying sometimes i I watch porn and i'm like i could do that and then i see this big swinging dick come in i'm like like, "Ah, you know what not for me i can't do it i can't i just no i wouldn't be adequate i like to eat that's what I tell um, my I tell people like, "Are you cook?" I was like, "No, I don't cook. I eat." <laughs> I don't cook either. You know dude, what you do do? Hold on, and, wait. And you're gonna kick my ass for Why? saying this, but I I love Jamie's meals. I order them all the time. Got fridge full now. I'm gonna go home and eat one. But I you you go one step beyond me. You throw yours in a pan and I do. Them. I throw I mine do. in the fucking you, microwave. Yeah. I do, I do a pan, a little bit of water. Yeah. It's better in the pan. Yeah, way better. Right. And I love I'm, it. I'm just lazy. Yeah. I don't want to wash the pan. Uh, the oven's good too, man. The oven's good, yeah. but um, the meals are designed for the mic, baby. Yeah, bang. Yep. Yo, so anybody down and out, dude. Listen, everybody's got to go through their own. Everybody, I feel like everybody's got to learn. Everyone, 
has to hit their own rock bottom. So if you're suffering, you know, stay strong. You know, for me, I, I don't know what to fucking tell people suffering, but for me, man, I knew that I had to I had to depend on myself and I couldn't put myself in bad positions. I had to save my money. I had to stop like one of the things I did right away was like I stopped going out. Like I stopped spending money foolishly like I really like I I came to a realization when I hit rock bottom like yo the fun is over. I got to I got to fucking chill out. I got to live within my means and like this is not going to be fun. This is not going to be fucking pretty. This is not going to be glorious. You know, the beginning days of E-Clean Bro were fucking awful. Like, I remember one time I got home. I was working another job and, and doing this where I would be up and uh, I would be working like 20-hour days back to back. And one day, dude, I'm walking to the house. I fucking slipped and fell on ice. And I just laid on the fucking ground looking up at the stars I zipped up my fucking North Face, dude, and I just closed my eyes. <laughs> I was so <laughs> tired, I couldn't... Yeah, dude, I was so tired, I just slept outside that night. Um, <laughs> there would be times I'd wake up with all the lights on. I didn't remember how I got home. Almost like I was fucking date-raped or something, yeah. but... Um, dude, it was, it, was, uh, it was fucking hard, bro. It was the hardest thing. Jeez, um, it was hard. Getting ripped apart by people, dealing with employees cooking fucking cleaning everything cleaning was like such a motherfucker what do you think separates um, you from other companies there's there's a lot of them out there now um i don't well, I, again i i think in my mind i could be totally wrong you're the biggest and you're the original but there there are so many pop-up startups i'm friends with a couple guys that have companies yeah, you know fuck them but <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> no they're good they're good people and i and i've had i've i've had you said it <laughs> i've had conversations with them they know i'm loyal to you but I, I said, hey, listen, it's a big market. And I'm sure they I all know me. Yeah. I'm sure they all know back when I was fucking. Bro, they're probably all hating on you is what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> some know? of them, some of the some of the big haters in those offices, man, had a lot to say. And now they're out trying to sell the fu- my fucking meals back back in the mortgage days. You know, so. Uh, I think I think what makes me different is just like. I have such a head start on all the mistakes they're going to make. Ah, you know? I mean, listen, I you had a head start, start. but you're, dude, your 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 food speaks for itself. Just you, bro. You you you're, you you are the you are the um the the piece. You're the missing piece that they all need, and they don't have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean? uh, uh, Lorenzo at over whatever trifecta, whoever the fuck you guys want, man. Fifty million. I'm, <laughs> I'm all yours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. Freshly, freshly. Trifecta has something to do with uh, UFC, don't they? Oh, man, it looks like they are getting... It, dude, it looks like someone's pumping a good amount of money into those guys. I never took a dollar. Um, all on my, my, Yeah, so my whole thing, like, it's easy. Like, when you're a businessman and, like, you get in the race and you want to be the best and you want to be number one, it's easy to just start spending money on stupid shit like Google ads, you know, now you're fucking competing against companies like Blue Apron who just had like multiple rounds where they've raised all this money and they're just outbidding the shit out of everybody and bidding wars start. And but isn't Blue Apron like they send you the ingredients you got to right, cook you it yourself? You still got to cook it. Right. Yeah, so like Blue, Blue Apron's not my direct competition, but companies like that do from like an advertising world buy up a lot of the, uh, the digital stuff. So then like just I, I'm, I feel like, you know what? My dad always taught me, dude, a good idea is a good idea. I go to bed at night knowing I don't know everything, but I know every day I'm trying to give my customer a better product, and I know I'm trying to make a happier place for my employees to work. 
And those are like the two things I really focus on. As far as like what makes me different, um, I knew that like people were going to come after me. I knew that people like one. Of the, so the two big things is our food is great and our delivery is great. So like people who get my food delivered in a refrigerated truck, the way you handled prepared food is what makes the difference. So any other company that's shipping food out in a UPS, naturally the ice packs will keep it cold and it will be safe to eat. But like the quality of refrigeration and also directness, so like we're we're almost we're faster than Amazon, you know. So what's today? Tuesday. Eat bro, clean, eat clean, bro. Prime. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. So like Wednesday night, right? Eleven thirty. You can order Eat Clean Bro, get it delivered, and it's it's at your door Wednesday, the, like the yeah, next day. The next oh, day. Yeah. So, our the way we handle the food, I think, is what makes us the best. I mean, want to want to uh, go off topic for a minute? Funny story. Yeah. Your wedding. You got yes. married where? Italy, Ravello, Amalfi Coast. Tell tell the story. You tell it. Your when he gets into his stories, they're good. About Kayla breaking her leg in the hospital. Oh over shit! Wow. Kayla um, breaks her leg oh, over in man. Italy. But well, no, no. We were, well, we were at my buddy's uh, wedding in Spain. Oh, that's what it was. I'm sorry, it wasn't. And uh, bro, I, that was actually the first time <laughs> in my life I ever felt like. Um, I guess like that was that was a pretty good time in my life where I could afford to go to Spain. That was a good one. But I'll tell you what: when I was in Spain and I saw all those yachts, I realized. Yeah. Well, I realized that even if I did everything in my life right for the next 40 or 50 years, I would still never be able to buy one of those yachts. <laughs> right, 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 and that right. was like the first time in my life I kind of accepted the fact that like I couldn't be unlimitedly successful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know about that. You never know. Listen, we'll never, Frankie. You never know. Right. Keep it grinding. depends on how, how, how much you want to go. Keep grinding and see how it works Unless out. a fucking beam of oil shoots out of <laughs> E-Clean, bro, on the land I own, dude. And uh, I'm in I'm in the fucking Middle East with oil, dude. I'm not I'm not getting one of those. Bro, those were like four $400 million fucking insane, yachts. Yeah. Four store, like. Yeah, well, I, think, I think I, I was I've, down. I've been on a few islands where you can see them and you yeah. get binoculars or whatever. You get the name off the back and you Google them and you can actually find out who the owner Insane. is and what that thing costs. Yeah, I think like, uh, when Atlantis, you go to Atlantis, yep. right? Yeah. And they have all the boats there. I'm like, dude, how does this many people have that much money? Well, that's, that's the thing. Uh, dude. It doesn't make sense it's, to me. It's the transition of wealth. So like, there's a lot of old money in Europe, dude, that just they have nothing to fucking do, bro. They just yacht all over. Yeah. They'll go in the Mediterranean. They'll shoot across the ocean. They'll go hang out in the Caribbean. Like mm. that's just like what they do. It's insane. I mean, through the money. That well, that's really, like, do, are they really living? Well, that's like the whole no, thing with like are. levels. Are, like are. that's they're like caviar. Say, and shit. Well, they're living yeah. the fucking the, uh, life. I mean, well, like <laughs> yeah, but then like they have their problems too, which is funny. Of course, like, everybody yeah, has their problem. I don't give a fuck who yeah. you are. Right. You got yeah. problems. You got worries. You got stress. Everybody more money, more problems. Well, that's the whole thing about the mindset, dude. Like I've never been a fucking hater. Even when I was broke as fuck, never. And I hated, I've yo, never been a even, yeah, like, even yo. Even when I was me. broke as fuck, and I wanted, I to believe f- in capitalism. You right. believe in capitalism. Why would I be a hater? Right, I believe in it. There was times like I wanted to fucking die. I never thought, oh fuck that kid because he's got money, or right. fuck that kid, he's shredded. Like, hey, yo, if I want to be shredded, I'm gonna go to the fucking farm. I'm gonna go buy my fucking broccoli, my sweet potatoes, and my chicken. I'm gonna get to fucking work. If I want to be rich, I gotta figure out the fucking game. I gotta get to work. You know. Yeah, right, back I mean, to back to the broken leg though. Oh, Tell so uh, his wife we're talking about. Uh, so like, dude, like I said, man, I grew up on a beach, and I know like it's really not fucking good to drink and try to swim. All right, <laughs> like I know this. I don't give a fuck who you are, or how tough you think you are. You start drinking and then try to swim, you're m- massively. Im- it's weird how it works in the water. You're really impaired trying to swim. 
Um, it's fun. So it's we fun. were uh, <laughs> we were in Majorca, and dude, like in in Europe, man, like there's no guardrails, there's no like handicap ramps. Like if you're in a wheelchair in Europe, dude, you're just fucked. And like people aren't even nice to you. Like they bump into you and shit. They don't like stop and let you go. Like you're fucking secondhand citizen over there. from well my experience with Kayla being in a wheelchair um so we're there's these outdoor trampolines man and, in the uh, in the water yeah like it's a huge um this know, is like, wait, Ma- Majorca is Majorca. Greece Majorca is a island off of Spain mm. and it's a beautiful place dude mm. it's probably one of the most beautiful places I've ever been <coughs> and um dude it's this huge uh huge like trampoline set up and shit and uh we're all like fucking around everybody's being rough i'm like guys a bad fucking idea i guess like when i'm on vacation dude i'm not trying to break my fucking leg you know and i didn't think my wife was gonna break my leg because her leg because she's tough as fuck yeah and she's an athlete and shit she even had two amateur fights i know i told frankie that a long Mm -hmm. time ago yeah submissions choke it's awesome people whoop your ass dude i don't you know what (laughs) i'll tell you this when me and kayla first started dating I, I knew right away because she wasn't playing games and um, she was really fucking cool. And they always say like when you meet the one you know. When I met Kayla, it was like this weird calm energy that like there was never any stress or anything. And I was like, oh, this is fucking it's cool. confident. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm not fucking this up. So I had, I had a phone. I got like, I'm like, yo, okay. here like <laughs> I had the same phone number since high school. So yeah. like any ex-girlfriend or any one could get in touch with me. I'm like, man, I don't even feel like fucking dealing with this. Part so of I gave Kayla part, my phone. Part of that story is great, though, because that guy, eight years later, texted yeah. your same yeah. number. So. No, I had my phone then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I had my phone then. So then I, I just turned that number into E-Clean Bro phone, and uh, Kayla, that, that was Kayla's phone. So like, then like nobody could, from my past could even contact me because yeah. I was like, this is it. Like, see ya. But how did she break her leg? On the trampoline, oh, right? Uh, oh, man. <laughs> It was actually really sad because she broke her leg bad. Like, if she was in America, they would have did surgery. She broke, like, both her fucking, like... The TV amphibian? Bro, it was almost like an Anderson Silva, dude. What? Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Had she Had she put pressure on it, dude? Definitely. Oh, Anderson damn. Silva. But, um, but then so, you go to the hospital over there. Nobody speaks English, right? Yeah, so, dude, so she fucking landed wrong, right? So they were climbing a ladder, people were playing rough, whatever. She jumps back, lands wrong, freaky break... They're like Kayla hurt herself, and uh, you weren't there. I I was chilling, drinking, because <laughs> um, I did all my shit and then drank, you know. And then the girls went out. I don't know. We went like guys first, and then girls. And uh, dude, yeah, it was like it w- it wasn't disgusting looking, but there was definitely a break. Um, we took the ambulance. My buddy, uh, my buddy Seth, who was there, is actually fluent in um in Spanish. He's um he fucking trades salt globally in fucking Chile. So he lives out in Chile, speaks perfect Spanish. And um you know they en- he ends up like walking us through everything and like the leg is broken, they fucking shoot her up with some meds and then like they cast her up and then like we were out. So like, I will say one thing about Europe like yeah, if you get if you break they, your weren't well, they like you have a massive fucking bill? They tried at the end, but we we pulled a, uh, you know, people talk about like illegal immigrants bailing yeah, on medical right, right, bills. Yeah. Like I, well, 
Haha, ha, motherfuckers! I got I got you out in Spain, bitch. I got a, I got outstanding medical bills in Spain. Yo, fuck you. <laughs> Come get me, motherfucker. You just kind of like fucking exited out a back door, right? Or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm pushing her through the fucking streets of Majorca, dude, and I'm like looking at Google Maps and Yeah, so they ended up they ended up getting us and um dude, I'll tell you this too, man. I'm I mean so in like America you have like those fat lazy crutches, like you put your armpits in and you could like waddle around. And like they gave her the fucking forearm crutches, oh, dude. Wow. So then, yeah. like, you can't, when you have a break like that, you can't fly. So every we were doing, uh, we did Barcelona, Mallorca, where she broke her leg, and then we're going to Ibiza. Um, so she had to fucking, bro, we were we had to take a boat, dude. And in Europe, they have, like, these, uh, these, like, fucking ferries. They're actually pretty cool, man, and they're fucking frequent. But, dude, to get to this ferry, she, she must have crutched, like, two fucking miles. And I just, I'm like, oh, my God, like... She's like, she's not one of those girls who like bitch and complain. Like, and then she's like in Ibiza with a broken leg, having a great time. That's a keeper. That's what she you know. She you got to keep her. Fucking awesome. The the broken leg though, I felt so bad for her. Um, but she's just like, took it like a champ. Yeah, like I hurt myself all. Like my my whole thing about my wife, dude, is like, she drives me crazy because when she says like I don't feel good, like I never know how to fucking gauge that because like I'll be like, oh my neck hurts, my back hurts, my knee hurts. Like I'll let you know. But then, like, one, like, sometimes, bro, you'll just hear a thud and, like, Kayla's down, you know? <laughs> like, one time in the shower, dude, she just went down. And I'm like, Jesus, Kayla, like, you gotta, like, you gotta stand up. <laughs> you gotta tell me, like, yo, I'm gonna faint or something. Like, let me help you. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't feel good. Like, I don't feel, I don't feel good right now. And I'm with fucking Frankie and Roger. My throat's a little, like, my fucking mouth's a little dry. Like, I'm a complainer. Frankie almost chokes to death every single show, bro. So yeah, don't yeah, yeah. Every show, he has a choking I have. Episode. Not yet. Uh, uh, well, now like, it's coming. Now I, it's coming. I complain. I complain about every- pubes I, in that throat. I complain about <laughs> Slow everything. Slow down, bro. Slow down. Slow Kay- down. Kayla just- <laughs> Kayla doesn't complain at all. It's really funny. We are, like, we are, we are like, very opposite of each other, but it, it's, well, like, it's probably people- complain each other. People have told me it's a good team. Yeah, no, you guys are great. So uh, next weekend, boys, or this weekend, rather, are we doing the Polar Bear Plunge? Polar Plunge, are you Seaside in? Heights. Are you in? I'm in, man. Have you done it before? I haven't. And I'm probably I, in the doing... worst shape of my life, and I do not want to take my shirt off. <coughs> but it's a great cause. Special, I've been doing Special Olympics, oh, right? Special Olympics. Special yeah. Olympics. I have uh, an aunt and, and actually a cousin that, that are both had Down syndrome, so a little close to the heart with this one. Yeah. You know? That's um, cool. I'm being there. But, be on, but, but dude, I've never, I honestly, honestly, I'm not, no bullshit. I don't think I've ever seen Seaside Heights more packed yeah. than in Polar Plunge Night. Yeah, I heard. Dude, I it's heard like it's hard to fucking get in crazy. Like, I heard you can't get into Seaside. The we'll get in. Bad. We'll yeah. get in. Okay. We'll yeah, get no, in, I'll buddy. be there. We'll get in. I think, I think Mike is coming too. Is he? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Cool. We'll be fucking plunging. He told me you got to bring shoes. What? Kevin. Kevin said bring shoes. Fuck, dude. What? I'm not it's going to beach, that. bro. Nah. You, there's I'm, no jellyfish this time of year. You're good. I'm listening. I'm bringing the shoes. What do you mean? Then you got to wear, you got to, oh, you're going to bring an extra pair then because then you're sliding. I don't remember. I, I, did I wear shoes last year? I don't remember. I, I did it last year. I might wear it, shoes it too. Cool. Yeah, oh, I'm excited, God. man. Um, you know what? You guys now, wear shoes. I ain't wearing fucking shoes. <laughs> right. I've been doing the fucking cold plunge at Baron Birch. I've never done it. It's insane, dude. You got to come with us. Really? How long are you going for? Uh, three minutes, man. Three minutes at a clip. Supposedly, you, you stay in for three. That's pretty yeah. good. That's pretty good. That's what now, Mike, now you go. You go. How, how do you do it? I've done get, like a. I've done like the Russian. Uh, like my Russian buddies, they put me through like the whole. You go ten minutes in the so, super hot sauna. Yeah. 
Yeah, talk me 10, through. 10, 15 talk, minutes. Talk me through that. What does that do? It's the best. Shock, <sighs> shock. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just it's good for recovery. But the way that the, my, my Russian buddies put me through it, so you go 10 minutes in, like 10, 15. It's tough to stay in there. It's like 200 degrees, right? Hotter. It's hotter. Yeah, it might be hotter than 200 degrees. So then we go out. 200 degrees. We chill, chill for a little bit. Then we go in, go in for about another 5 or 10. Come out. Go in for another 5 or 10. Thir- that's like the third round. Then we come out. We do a shower. Cold shower, yeah. Right after cold shower, and you chill in between. Then the next go, we did again, another five minutes. Come out, cold shower. Then the last go, we went in. They beat me with the the uh, oh, those man. leaves. The I knew there was some gay yeah. shit going on. I knew it was going to get to you, some real gay shit. This guy's excited. He wanted to hear this stuff. But come on. So this guy, they they beat me with the the yeah. what are they? Um, it's called the bir- yam bag. Bir- yam birch, bag. It's birch called the tree, yam right? bag. That's why it's right. beer and birch. No, it's uh, birch leaf. They call it the parka treatment, right? The Is parka. it? I don't know, but it's, these uh, dudes are Russian and they're talking about Russian buddies. And they're like, ah, oh, we gave him real, real treatment. Yeah, they, real yeah, treatment. yeah they did. Yeah, they did. A little fucking rub and tug. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> so they fucking hit him with these leaves. And Hold then on. I, then, then I went right after. I went into the uh, to cold plunge, dude. I when I got out, euphoric. I, I, I thought I was gonna pass out. I really? really? I was so lightheaded. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I loved it, dude. Wow. Euphoric as hell. Where do you do that? Where is this place? Right Freehold. Freehold, man. Really? Burst and Beer. It's awesome. It's, and it's co-ed. It's co-ed. It's right by E Clean Bro. Oh, so okay. you can come. Oh. So you can come. <laughs> Co- now you're talking yeah. my language. Now I'm in. It's co-ed. It's like, it's like my new hobby, man. I go there because I'm working out now, and it just helps with, uh, really helps with recovery. It does. I, I've noticed, you know, um, when I go to Rutgers, I wrestle up there, mm-hmm. and we go. I always go in the sauna afterwards. And that drive home, man, my body feels like gel. I feel so good. They say... You need the cold. They say... No, no, no. They say heat is actually better for recovery than cold. Oh, really? I mean, that's what uh, Laird Hamilton said. Hmm. You know? Um, i sure he's got They say no, but nobody wants to... The thing about it, you work out hard, you're hot, you're fucking training, you're beat up. Do you want to go in a cold plunge, something cold, or do yeah. you want to go in a hot? You probably want to go in a cold, you feel better. You don't want to go in a hot, but if you go in the hot, it does really help recovery. Damn. Well, At least it helps me, I, th- I think. I want to put a sauna in my house. Yeah, I'm going to do both. Yeah? Yeah? What do you mean both? Oh, a cold plunge and a sauna? Yeah, do well. I l- when I go there, dude, I like to do the steam, sauna, cold. I steam, just don't sauna, like the cold. steam. I, I'm, I had a steam steamer in my old house. Yeah. It's good, but I feel like you just can't get that hot. Like at 110, 112, it I was, was like there. so hot because it's the air. Yeah. But like a sauna can get up to 200 degrees because it's not so, uh, in the air. It's dry heat. And then you got the infrared saunas that supposedly get your... My wife loves those. We have those. It's like a little igloo-looking thing. You lay in and your head pops out. It's good, but it doesn't get hot enough for me. I feel like the infrared, I think, does a little different stuff. Supposedly it gets deep into your muscles or or, or whatever. But to me, like the sauna, like a hot sauna, Uh is the suffering. The suffering is the the benefit. With the hot rocks and the steam, is that what you Yeah, Yeah. not, not the steam. Okay. That's a dry sauna, but the hot rocks, uh, uh, steam is is a wet sauna, you know, steam in the air, but a dry sauna okay. is, is those hot rocks you're talking right. about. You. But you could pour water on those hot rocks. Right, People right. do that to make it a little more, uh, a little hotter. But I, I just feel like the the, su- the suffering is what is beneficial. Yeah. Yo, I I think so. Yeah. What what mm-hmm. time what time is Saturday? Um, I, I have no idea. Is your it's wife early. is your wife gonna watch my kids for a couple hours? Yeah, we'll make it happen. All right, cool. Make it we gotta do it, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. These things, I love doing these things. Yeah. You just show up, you do something funny. It's good. it's for a good cause. It's for a it's good a great cause. cause. Yeah. I know you're all about the good cause. I think I think right before we jump in, we gotta hit a shot real quick at the bottom. Oh yeah, my, my, my father in law is gonna bring some bourbon yeah. I from what I hear, so Yeah. Yeah, we'll get it yeah. We'll That's get what it. I heard. Jesse's in too. Jesse's coming. So. Nice. Yeah. 
So what's new? Give us. Do you have any, uh, you know, exclusive news for us for what's what's coming? Any new meals coming out? Any charity events coming up? Oh, dude. Well, Anthony Ashnault like asked me back in fucking like 2017 or 18, whatever, if he could have a meal name after him if he won the national championship, and I was like, yeah, man, of course. So, um, yo, he won the title, and we named a meal after him. And what what is his meal? He wanted like we got like a it's a it's a salmon dish with um orzo with uh asparagus. Orzo, you motherfucker. I know, I know, I know. You motherfucker. You wanted orzo. You motherfucker. Yeah. Hey, hey, he listen, me, it's a good were, meal, Ash. <laughs> it's no fucking mean potatoes, baby. You son of a yeah. bitch. Yeah. Orzo, orzo was my call. It was, yeah. wasn't it? Well, he what was that like, well, like I two told years him, ago. I said, bro, like I said, bro, make a meal with orzo. It's so good. At the time, you know, he. I'm like, dude. I swear to God, I'm Frank, like, I'm not lying to you. I'm like, he wanted to call it like the mob. And I'm like, Anthony, bro, you got to put your fucking name on there. People aren't going to know what the mob Mobbing means. Mobbing is it. They'll and, think you're some Jersey fucking thing. And I'm trying to be tough when I'm not. <laughs> but uh, so we got the Anthony National. And that was the meal he wanted, man. That's He wanted a salmon dish, yeah. so. So that was it. How fucking awesome was that that they won those national titles? That was great, Bumpers, man. Him man. and Seriano. I saw Ash yeah. tonight actually at my kids' wrestling. Oh, you thing did? Tonight. Yeah, you did. He's, 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 he's a sweetheart. But he's a great kid. Yeah, he's awesome, man. I was so happy for him. So, yeah, wrestling, dude. For me, man, wrestling. I think that taught me everything. Now, now I know you, you. You actually sponsor Rutgers wrestling, right? I know yeah. you're all over the uh, at the rack when they yeah. have dual meets. You're all over Flow Wrestling, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I love Good Ale, bro. He's like, anything, great. Honestly, like, Good Ale, man. You know. You know, I was I was on the coach staff when he first got yeah. hired with him, and he's a special dude, man. He's uh, every year just keeps growing Rutgers yeah. wrestling, so it's good for Jersey, man. It is good, yeah, dude. Like Jersey just needs more. Like uh, Rutgers doing big things all over the basketball team this year. The men's yeah. basketball team, the women's really? is always good. Yep. Uh, Vivian Singer, the head coach, but the, the men's basketball team's doing really well too. Yeah, dude, I'm sponsored. I think I'm is Shiano is Shiano back too? Is that right? He's, he's I think he's com- coming back he's to coming football. Back. Yeah. He's coming back. But, uh, but yeah, man, wrestling. Oh, uh, real quick, man. Uh, we've got a little new art in here, guys. If you notice, we uh, yeah. set some stuff up. We've had this stuff off to the side for a while, trying to figure out where it would go. But uh, this portrait stuff up here, obviously we're Jersey's guys. We, we represent. we got the classic image of the roller coaster in uh, the ocean after Hurricane Sandy. This is from canvasfreaks.com. Check them out. they got some really cool artwork. They made that special for us. But canvasfreaks.com, check them out. And Bob, Bob is here yep. for when Roger feels lonely. He's gonna take him home hey, with him. Well, Bob, Bob <laughs> doesn't have an open mouth, so it's not gonna work. What's Bob's ass look like? Oh my god! <laughs> oh man, Fucking dude. Funny Bob. story about this: the the the, the uh, roller coaster in the water. You see that that American flag yeah, on the there? guy, the guy, the guy that went out and put it on. He yeah. got arrested yep, for that. He got arrested. Yeah. He said, "Fuck it." Yeah. Oh man, that flag. If you guys can see, it's very small in the picture, but. Uh, it was a guy working. He was a, he was a worker in Seaside, correct? He was, I have no idea. He was doing no, something. I he was pr- a crazy guy. Proud right? American, anyway, a little bit crazy, but he he swam out there, climbed up that thing, put the the flag up, and got got arrested. And for that it, had yeah. to be in like October, November. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, man. When uh, when me me and my mom went to go see like what what down because you know you evacuate and you know like. The first responders are doing their job, but there was a lot of fucking people being asshole. Like, I, it felt like Sandy was was a pretty bad time for everybody. No. It, like, you know, some some people like some of the first responders were really fucking nasty to people who just lost everything, everything they fucking uh-huh. had. And uh, I so, look, I don't obviously I support the fuck out of the first responders and shit, but 
that like Hurricane Sandy was one of those times where like fucked up like this dude's hanging a flag getting arrested you know people just lose their house fucking first of all yo get the fuck out of here like whoa man like dude I just fucked my house is fucking gone like can I you know can I have a fucking minute to cry Crazy. Yeah. the craziest thing about that too was um, I, I rode a jet ski to my house yeah the next morning after Sandy at daylight people like, were looting because I, I couldn't drive to my house right yeah. like two blocks away there was water, so I uh-huh. went and got my buddy's jet ski that was down the street, put backed it in, pushed it off the trailer, and drove a jet ski to my house. And some I got some pictures Crazy of pictures, it happening yeah. to shut the gas meter off right. because people's houses were exploding. Were exploding. They were the gas. Yeah. What happened to you? Almost losing your fucking nuts there. Yeah, it was happening to many houses, and I was seeing it on the news, and I was like, "Fuck my my house is still standing." Yeah, but I don't want it to burn down. So I rode a jet ski to my house. I reached down under the water in the freezing cold water yeah. found the gas shut off and shut it off actually that's not true it's, my buddy my buddy just jumped in because I couldn't get it he that was it such off. a horrible time it was a good story thank though. god that happened this guy would have nowhere to live yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true <laughs> fucking divorce joke what a cocksucker see this is what I deal with yeah. damn hey. your gonna, friends are for you're gonna be divorced soon if you hey. keep running your mouth listen this could be true <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. No. Yeah, no, no, I'm not fucking leaving. So, man, guys, I tried to, uh, I tried to tell it like it was. You did a phenomenal job, man. Yeah, and, uh, let's not, let's not you know, get crazy. You know, we appreciate the fuck out of oh, you. Okay. Um, I can't thank believe you, you get nervous. Seriously, man. Us, I, know. I just, you know what? My wife was like, dude, don't get like, don't get well, political. We, we, we live in an environment where you have to well, watch that. We weren't gonna get. Political, I have like, but, bro, even yeah. that stupid shit, like those vegan jokes, man. Yeah. Like, could could hear fuck like listen I, i'm just i'm in such a fucking like i'll tell you this one of the things i miss is having nothing to lose because now at this point like every fucking thing i, I do, think that's how to fucking live though right yeah. it's a horrible way to live i but don't you wanna, gotta live like you don't have nothing you to, to lose it, i mean it, it's, t- it's, it's hard once you get to a point where you're at now <laughs> and i'm but not I think even, you want to live like that because that's how you that's where you, how you got this way the problem is like you know it, it's good it's all good stuff it's just i gotta you know like Hey, listen, I, I, we got we got a guy in charge now that don't give a fuck. You shouldn't give oh, a fuck. Oh well, you know what, man? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, that's true. You, true. You're good, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm, dude. I'm, you don't care about feelings. I'm a normal fucking Jersey guy who fucking made it. That's all. That's hey, that's all. Cheers to that, brother. I did it. I pursued my dream. I failed many times. I never gave up. And um, you know, you're a testament to not giving up. Yep. Mm-hmm. To, to young you. entrepreneurials out there that want to... 33 not, years old, not, bro. Not you millennials <laughs> that you. don't want to do any work and want everything <laughs> handed to you. I'm not talking to you guys. I'm talking about the young up-and-comers. He's a millennial, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's a millennial. Right, but the rest of the sentence comes okay. into play that All don't right. want to do anything. <laughs> That's the other part of that. Um, that actually want to apply yourselves. And I mean, this guy should be an inspiration to you because his business, obviously, we're not going to get into numbers, but I think it's safe to say that it's a very successful business <laughs> and uh, he does well and... Um, Still comes in a in a hoodie and a e clean bro hat with a fucking mullet. If that's not humble, I don't know what is. Show <laughs> him the mullet. Show him the mullet, Jamie. It's a Jersey style mullet. Look at that shit. Yeah. Come on. Let it rip, Come baby. On, Got on, some man. flow, baby. All business. All business in the front, party in the back. Oh yeah, you better believe it. <laughs> we got the mullet. You know, I had a Britney Spears like 2007 moment when I got this mullet. Yeah. I made like such a bad tech investment, and I was just I just kind of got like fucking betrayed by people who I thought were my friends and I'm like oh so recently yeah probably Damn. like six months ago I got the mullet Damn, so that, that was like your um, Britney, resistance against Britney, these assholes Britney, my Britney Spears 2007 meltdown was the mullet 2007 
she had didn't she shave oh her yeah yeah head? yeah, uh, yeah remember thought, when yeah, yeah. she like shaved her head like, your she, hair doesn't grow very fast she, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah britney like had a meltdown in yes, 2007 yeah. where she attacked the paparazzi car with a with an umbrella, umbrella. And then, yeah, 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 oh yeah, man yeah. oh my god yeah so yeah and plus i just thought it would be funny i don't know if you saw mine i did a pretty good one did you i had a pretty good meltdown <laughs> yeah i think oh. I, a lot of people have seen it roger <laughs> shut up frankie shut up <laughs> you're next Give me your phone now so, before I leave. I got the I got the mullet here, and uh, I don't know, man. I my whole thing is, dude. I just don't want to fucking ever act like I have everything figured out. And you know, the I don't op- think anybody has anything. Yeah, everything exactly. Figured and out. You know what? The entrepreneurs who fucking they're the ones who are just the most aggravating. Who like say they all got it figured out? I'll tell you a funny story. I made friends with the guy who owns Stacker Two, and. I don't know if you guys remember the yeah. original Stacker 2 I formula do. with the ephedra. Yeah. Bro. Bad shit. You had motherfuckers losing weight. Yeah. And, really uh, quick. Yeah. Basically, man, Stacker 2 had the whole- Remember before that, there was something called Fen-Fen that uh, had the ephedra in it? Fen-Fen? I was 14. That was like before that. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. 14. I was, I was yeah. 40. <laughs> Stacker 2 pills, losing weight. Um, so, basically, man, the fucking five-hour energy guy- who I believe is probably very smart, who probably does know what he's fucking doing, got extremely fucking lucky when ephedra became illegal because all of the shit on the shelf that got you fucking cracked out of your mind was now illegal, and now there's five-hour energy. So, like, it was basically like Bubba Gump, you know? Like, oh, yeah, shrimping was easy. Like, So uh, that's just an example that that I've heard that that guy, um, like, really acts like he knows what he's doing. But like, dude, come on! Like that—that that was just a, all worked out. You were right. really, timing you, yeah, everything. yeah, dude. Your timing, timing is everything. Your fucking life, timing yeah. was perfect. So like, you know, give a little credit to the fucking timing. Yeah, you know, don't be that guy. that's like, oh no, I'm the fucking best. Like, dude, there was a superior. Hey, well, you got to look at it though. That hey, he must. Why was he the one that figured out? Well, why look, others didn't they? Correct. Absolutely. Props to you, my man. But like, like me, I always tell people, man, like I got lucky because like I kind of did. I worked my. <sighs> hold on, I, know, man. I, I worked. I worked my fucking ass <clears throat> off. But, like, I did get some lucky fucking breaks. Yep, everybody. Everybody gets a little bit of luck, right? But I think, well, listen. But, but luck but is yo, when, li- listen. No, l- luck is when opportunity meets, meets preparation. Yeah. That's luck. That's why you met luck. Because you were fucking ready for it. You were prepared you for it. Capitalized on it. Yeah. Yep. A lot of people said that about the entire cast of Jersey Shore. I heard a lot of that is anybody could do that. You just guys just go get drunk. There was a little bit of luck in that, but it was how they parlayed that that luck. I'll tell you this. They all parlayed it very well Mm. and became career orientated and made it into brands. And, you know, I don't hate on any of those guys. They they did well. I know. I know Mike a long time. That motherfucker is funny as hell between him and... And Snooky getting fucking punched in the face that first season, that shit catapulted. <laughs> I mean, that really well, turned the uh, tide when she... That guy really fucking punched her. Oh, no question. That was fucking crazy. Also, the Italian... Uh, what is it? The Italian-American uh, Association or whatever that tried to shut them down. For oh. the, that, that helped them. That just promoted them. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. oh, whatever happened to that guy that punched her? Dude, I'm pretty sure his fucking he, life got um, destroyed. No, he was a school teacher. A teacher, bro. How the couldn't, fuck? What the fuck is ed, wrong with you? He was a teacher and then couldn't get a job anywhere after that and actually put a couple articles out about how nobody would hire him. Yeah, well, good. And, yeah. Come on. Yeah, you yeah, punch totally. a girl in the mad uh, face. Yo, oh, hold up. And another thing, I got in, when I was bartending, I was talking to some New York City prosecutor and I was telling him why I think Chris Brown is like, like you know, we, we got into like some ethical dispute about like violence. And I, I asked him, I'm like, dude, have you ever been in a fight before? He's like, no. I'm like, well, let me tell you, 
typically like people fucking quit when you're beating their ass like they don't want to get fu- and they like say like please stop right when you're really fucking someone up they want you to stop and the whole thing with like hitting a girl and like the way chris brown hit rihanna like bro it wasn't like you got mad hit her once dude you got mad and you beat, beat her you up fucking mm-hmm. really hit her many times like look i'm not a perfect man and uh i would i mean dude i would really try to never fucking hit anybody but like you know, I feel like there's a real big difference between hitting someone one time and then like really beating their fucking face totally, in. Totally, I I think. Yeah. Like people get mad and maybe you shouldn't, but when like you Listen, really got, go to I work, got accused of some heinous shit, yeah. but I certainly never beat anybody's ass. Yo, you know you go mean? to work, bro. Like Frank, like what you did to BJ Penn, like yeah, he did yeah, to yeah. Rihanna, bro. <laughs> and it's horrible, but so yeah, no, it's no good to hit someone like that. Even if she deserved it or not. No, no, no I'm joking. I'm joking. Joke. No, no, it's a, just a joke, obviously. Yeah, clearly a joke. This is a fighter's fucking podcast. We're talking yeah. about hitting people. Yeah. No, you can't hit a woman. I don't know who no, the fuck you, could hit a woman. But and it, and, to hit her, not, not, not even once. Never mind. That's what I'm trying uh, multiple to say. Times. That, that, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's really fucking bad to do it once, but man, that is like really fucking crazy behavior to keep hitting well, somebody like yeah. that. Yeah, it's not even a I mean, fair dude, fight. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's about being. Sick. One. I feel like those those uber successful people are a little off anyway, right? Not that always. I, obviously, not always because not everyone is. I've, uh, but I, you know, I mean, they probably live in a world that's different than our world. I imagine. And not saying that it's justified to hit a girl or anything, but well, money. You just wonder what makes people do things that they do, and sometimes money might be the catalyst, or, or fame might be the catalyst of that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. But I just. I'm sorry to even go down this path, but I'm just saying, like... Trying to figure out where you're going. <laughs> wait, where the fuck were we going? <laughs> I don't know. You're saying... T- <laughs> wait, we were we brought some... Oh, we were talking about the guy who punched Snooki. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 the, yeah, The Jersey Shore. No, I, I think what and we... And how his life was ruined. initially were talking about was how, um, you know, people think that they're deserving of something that maybe somebody else achieved, and I was simply saying that... You know, the Jersey Shore cast certainly heard that they, I mean, they heard from, they are hated on quite badly, and, and I was part of that too, but, um, you know, anybody can do that. You just go out and get drunk every night. I, I'm no. here to tell you, absolutely fucking not. I, First of all, most people think they're uber super interesting, and as soon as you put a camera on them, they're like a turd that clams up, and you might as well be filming a sheetrock yeah, wall. Look at me. No, no, you did great. No. You did great. I got but, this light in my face. I'm like, but, oh my god, don't say anything political. <laughs> don't say anything stupid. But it, <laughs> you're good. You're and, good. And also, we were talking about timing. Was just perfect timing. You know, it was a perfect time in all their lives Dude, where they so were young. Yes. They were interesting. They all had crazy eclectic personalities, yeah. and they clashed. And they, you know, but a lot of people also don't know what they took away from them. They 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 were allowed no cell phones, right? No computers, no TV, no pen and paper to write notes to each other. So everything was caught on camera, and and they were put in Seaside, which is the drinking capital <laughs> and the fighting capital of it, the world. You know, so uh, perfect timing. Back yeah, to timing, timing, bro. That's Back what to I'm talking five about. Five hour timing. fucking energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really like. Like, when you talk to Mike about it, he's like, yeah, like, even Jenny, too. Like, yo, I got lucky. Like, they've said that to me before. Like, yo, I fucking, but they do. They did work their fucking ass off. Yeah, the the luck, you, you know, was could have happened to anybody. The timing could have happened <laughs> yeah. to anybody. But yeah. it was capitalizing on that that of many course. people cannot do. And that, It's only going to come once, probably, in your life. Right. Maybe twice. And that, that's, that's what I'm getting at, man. Yeah. Like, just, bro, give fucking credit to, like, you know. Like, I say God is with me and shit, man. Like, fucking throw it back, you know? Remember the people who helped you. 
re- remember the lucky breaks and like you know never forget where the fuck you came from and that's that's like the entrepreneurs who figure they think they, they fucking have everything figured out like come on man like it's all it's all a learning did. process right it, it's a forever learning process i imagine it's, it's like you know what i feel like in business like uh for me like I've i mean had, life is i've had full circles with like my outlook on nutrition and exercise and with business, man, like I am, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm constantly living in the moment, like a meditative state, but I feel like, uh, I, I really just, I have to just keep doing what I'm doing, which is like giving back to my, I know like, like I have some truths, like, like you in a fight, right? Like you just have some of the things you've always fall back on, like what you know works. And I know, you know, giving a better product to the customer giving a better place for the employee to work. Like, I just know that is the fucking timeless recipe of success in business. Um, but then like entrepreneurs who get like carried away with thinking like they have this, first of all, your product sucks. You don't even make your fucking product. You have some motherfucker pack your co-pack your fucking product. And now you're just marketing some bullshit. You don't even know what the fuck is in your product. And now you're going to go and do seminars about some motivational shit when like, you just got some co-packed product and you fucking got in front of investors and raised some money. Now you're taking a salary that your fucking business can't sustain. You're just eating people's fucking investments. Now you're trying to, you're not a fucking entrepreneur. You're a fraud, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, well, I think, like, listen, listen, you know what I'm I, saying? Preach. I mean, literally <laughs> so, preach. I think people need to hear that. Um, Yeah. I mean, I never borrowed a dollar. I think like, I think like when people know my story and they know how I bootstrapped it and I, and I fucking did it. Um, that's cool. Um, I, you know what? I don't even know where the fuck I'm going with this, man. Hey, I just, just you saying. know what? There's a lot of motherfuckers who sell supplements on the internet, right? Yeah. And they use like ass and titty marketing and they fucking, oh, I'm this fucking smart motherfucker. Like, dude, first off, man, it's really easy to be motivated when you don't have kids. All right. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I'm joking. It's just, true. I'm fuck, just joking. Kids I'm take joking. a lot of your life. Man. They, uh, man, they make you tired. And, uh, <laughs> like, I don't know, man, just the fucking supplement entrepreneurs, I think have just, and now I that think... there's like so many supplement companies and everybody's claiming to be this fucking thing when like everyone just gets all their supplements from the same fucking place. And it's like, I think that's the thing that like on Instagram, that's what you see all the time. Do, yeah. It's somebody's pushing fucking something right. and it's all you see all day. And it's, it's usually, you know, and I, and I'm guilty, uh, I'll, but it's usually somebody else's product. Your product is your own product. Yo, you 100%. strive, you strive through adversity. You fell on your face a couple of times, but I think it makes you appreciate that success so much more when you finally get there. Yeah. You know, I, th- I yeah. would think, I would think. Yeah. I guess like what I'm just trying to say is like, you know what, man? Like, I guess, I'm humble as fuck and I'm grateful. I just, I just, I don't know, man. I'm like you, Frankie. I want to be the fucking best. And I, I want to be honorable. Well, that's, what, that's why you're successful because you're striving to be the best. I think you continue to do that. And uh, we fucking appreciate you, man. Appreciate <laughs> yeah. the hell out of you, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Is what I'm saying making sense or am I being crazy? It's making no. all sense in the world, no, man. No, man. You know, like what want... type of entrepreneur are you? You don't even make your own product that you sell. Yeah. You're hiding behind some other motherfucker. All you're doing is just putting up this facade of bullshit on the internet to make people think you're fucking smart. But why are you second guessing yourself and saying that? If anybody has the right to say that, it's you. Don't second guess yourself. I mean, man. Fucking, I'm not, like, and here's I th- another thing, dude. I'm not trying to knock I think anybody. You're, I think I'm not trying to knock anybody's hustle. About <laughs> what Caleb's but, uh, gonna say when you get home? But, bro, <laughs> preach. Yeah. You 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 have the right to preach and say that. I, I mean, like, uh, man, if you really want to make it. 
you really got to pray to fucking God that the shit you fucking love is what people really fucking want, you know? Yeah, well, and like It's like those stupid, you know, those corporate trainings where they make yeah. you fall back and people behind you catch you and shit yeah, yeah. for trust, trust falls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to fucking trust yourself. Catch yourself. Some, you got to go all in. There's so you gotta, many. You got you to gotta, you gotta push the whole pot in. Am I right? I mean, that's what you did. You essentially just said, I'm all fucking in. It's, 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 it's do or <laughs> now, die. Now I'm point. on here, like, knocking people, selling fat burners on the internet. Like, what's wrong with me? I'm a bully. I'm a bully. No, uh, I'm not. No, you're, not. Gen, you're Hey, gen, if you're those people that, that, that are selling fat burners take your approach and really go all in, and they really are passionate about what they do, and they have a product they really want to get out, and they are successful, all the power to them. Yeah. Hey, if that shit works, I'll buy their fucking fat burner. Just show me it works. Yeah. I don't know. Don't have Fenfen in it, so it don't work. Fedra, I mean. Yo, jeez, I asked Bob. I said, Bob, you got any of the original uh, They used to Lena? keep that shit behind the counter. Yeah. If you would go into certain gas stations and you'd like give them the <laughs> nod and be like, yo, I want the good stuff, they, the Indian guy would wow. reach underneath and pull it out. Now after. now Roger goes there for dick pills. Yes, <laughs> I do. Actually, that shit works. Does that it? It does. Yeah. It does work. It does really? work. Some oh, of my stuff God. Works. Really? Yeah. I can't fuck with that. It does work. That, that um, listen, I've... I've not that I really had horny any goat issue. horny goat weed. No, I've <laughs> I've I'm just I'm just sexual and I like to experiment. But I've tried that again. Not that I have an issue getting hard on, but I've, I was like, well, if it's bigger and it's harder and it's better, it's got to be better, right? So I've tried the big hard pills. The shit from Seven Eleven works better. The fucking nineteen ninety five, you know, herbal shit. It works better. I swear it does. Better than than what Viagra? Really? Yeah. Oh, I never never. Never indulged. I, I co-sleep, yeah. man. I got my fucking babies in my bed at all times. Well, I'm not. So I'm no, not even I, thinking about. I, dick pills, pills right for you. <laughs> uh, I, I never took it when I was married. I didn't get laid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, co-sleeping, fuck, man. My, I love my kids so much, but man, he is in there. Yeah, and, uh, I co-sleep too, man. But when I co-sleep, there's nobody. It's just, uh, it's just me yeah, and the two kids. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, my girl never sleeps over when I have the kids. So it's uh. It's fucking something else, ain't it? Yeah, how no, many it's times, the best. How many times best. you get like kicked in the face? You know, here's the crazy know. part. Here's the crazy part. And and again, I want to reiterate to everybody: Jenny and I are on very good terms now. Um, but it's, it depends if you ask Jenny how she feels about that. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking douchebag, probably. But and I am. But I admit it, and I'm working on being a better me. And I go to counseling to get therapy and help. And I'm, counseling's I'm, yeah, huge, bro. I is. did fucking counseling a long Takes time. Takes dick pills too. I do. I do. <laughs> I do. I take dick pills. Not regularly, but I like to be experimental and I like to try new <laughs> shit. Not like Frankie, who's still doing missionary position twenty five years later. I like to I like to freak it out a little bit. Anyway, my point was um <clears throat> when, you know, we first had Milani, Jenny wanted to co sleep. And uh-huh. I wasn't about it. I didn't grow up like that. My parent my mother would have never same. fucking left me sleep in the same bed as my parents. Are you kidding me? My yeah. mother been like, get that fuck in your room, cry it out. Yeah. But so I wasn't on board with it, but I, we did it. It was okay. And then Grayson was born, and she began to realize, like, look, it's a big interference. It's a big, mm-hmm. you know, it's a it's a problem in the relationship. It's She realized it, even though I'd kind of become comfortable with it. Same, so we yeah. kind of agreed with Grayson. We were going to put Grayson in his crib. And we made a valiant effort on it, and he got sick Shit. early. He got sick. He got um, bronchiolitis, not bronchitis, bronchiolitis. And he needed to be on a nebulizer like twice a night. So we brought him in bed because it's so much easier to right. just roll over, give yeah. him the nebulizer, which we both did, and he just never left. Fuck. So now here we are divorced, and uh-huh. the kids co-sleep with me every weekend when they're at my house. Uh-huh. I co-sleep with both kids. My girl never sleeps over. She always goes home because uh-huh. that would be fucking weird and creepy. But... um. Now Jenny is trying to transition them to the rooms, and I'm like, fucking what? The, now I'm I'm the single dad now, stuck it's in bed uh, with my two kids. And, man. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, for me, dude, it just Giorgio, man, it just doesn't like. He um, he he like. If you're not even, he needs to be like on you. So like, yeah, same. It's like you. If you're not, he's like a battery, bro. The second like you're not touching, he's like, right. <laughs> My kids like, like, will yeah. not let me sleep anywhere, but sandwiched between the two. And then is your back is your back fucked up? And sandwiched, yeah. And I can't move. I can't budge. Oh I can't do anything. And then if you move, I say to Milani all right? the time, Milani, can I please sleep on the outside? Usually Grayson will falls asleep earlier. Can I please oh. sleep on the outside, baby? Please, if Daddy's got to get up in the middle of the night because I'm. 97 years old and pee. Yeah. It's hard to get out of the middle of you. No, no, daddy. I, no, I want to be. You know. Then Grayson is. And then sometimes I'll just sneak over and she'll just start whining. And I'll yeah. be like, I got to get back in the middle. It's a it's, it's a pain. But honestly, I, I have such appreciation. You love for it. it, too. I do love it. You know, that's it. my thing. I, love, I love it. it. Like, he, it yeah. kills me, but I yeah. love it. But well, listen, it. Yeah. this is, you know, I had a friend tell me, like, you know, it, it's only going to last so long. Right. You're not right. going to want to yeah. sleep there forever. That's uh, some that's some Corey Anderson shit. It only lasts so long. But yeah, no, about the kids. Though, you know, like oh, oh you, you guys know, never you, co-slept, did you or did you? No, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. you did. I mean, with the boys, we tried not to, but they always came in. Oh yeah. Uh, and my daughter, she sleeps with us, but now she sleeps with, with her brothers a little bit. So we got we got our, a little bit of a long time. But I mean, there's been times early on when I would wake up with all oh, five kids, <laughs> about, with five people in the bed. That's so me my wife and three kids, my kid farting in my yeah. face. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Isn't that funny? But again, like I was like, oh, the diapers, this and that. And everybody's like, dude, diapers don't, you know. Two three years, they're done. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you're right. You gotta look at it like that. Yeah, I'm. I don't want to come across. I'm. It's just I'm not, not complaining. You're not being compl- a dad. You're a new dad, <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I fucking love every minute of it. I'm just as an entrepreneur when your life is moving a thousand miles an hour and I you have fucking imagine, yeah. add that. You're like you're like oh it. my god, like whoa. Parenthood is a is a combination of complaining. Bribery and threatening. That's yeah, basically yeah, what it yeah. become. Yeah. It's uh man, but uh thank God I got Kayla, man. That's all I gotta say man, about that. She's a trooper. Right? Frank, she's it was hard for you, right? And you're fucking Frank oh, Yeager, Jesus. Dude, if it wasn't for my wife, I, I mean shit. My kids are lucky that they have their mother because 'cause I'm a little rough around the edges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a lot. My wife cut her losses and went with a younger one. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no one improved. <laughs> Younger. It's a better, faster model, man. It went a little quicker. Well, listen, man. Well, Jamie, thank you for ha- thanks for coming on, man. We've been, you know, you were definitely a guy that I wanted to get on. And Absolutely. this is yeah. the first of hopefully many because hopefully we keep going. We've been, we've been talking about while. having you on. Yeah. I wanted and, to uh, come on. I just. And you're you're a resident sponsor of the the champion of champ. We shout you out all the time, podcast. bro. We always I've been I've been trying to keep up with all the episodes. You guys are like releasing. We're banging them out, baby. Banging yeah. them out. Yeah. Every Monday is a guarantee at three o'clock, but occasionally we release bonus episodes during the week too. With oh, Frankie and I, we'll get a bug up our ass. We want to talk about a Damn. good UFC fight or something? Mm-hmm. We'll come down here and just jam. You know. I've been I've been doing these bets on FanDuel for twenty bucks. I bet the whole card, and the payouts like last round was. The bet paid out. So a parlay. It, yeah, mm-hmm. like a 13-man parlay, pay, like 20 bucks, pays out like $1.1 million. How, how many did you win, though? I fucking lose every single time. Okay, no, no, but how many, like, out of the 14 oh, fights? Um, You know what? Once the first guy loses, I stop taking mm-hmm. count because mm-hmm. I, I don't even want to think about it. I, yeah. I really feel like, unless it's obvious, but unless hold, it's an obvious thing, uh-huh. I don't care if you're Frankie Egger, who's fought more minutes than UFC or anybody, or me, who's just an avid fan, it, every fucking fight could so go either fucking so way. Hard, really so hard. So hard. Really too many could. variables. Really I'm is. bad at picking, but there's some people who are actually good. Some you people have a good fucking uh, Eddie, bro. Eddie's, Eddie's okay. good. Yeah, he is. I, yo, I look at it like this, right? 
if if in like two years I hit one of these fucking crazy bets and for twenty bucks I win a million dollars. Can you like, imagine, yeah. bro? I think I think it's easier to pick thirteen wins than it is to pick the fucking pick six, right? I agree. Uh, what do you think? Yeah. If you're knowledgeable, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I think there's oh, a better man. chance of winning a million dollars with like picking fucking fight parlays than there is. And, there, and I there's just a dude in UFC that picks pretty good. Muhammad Bilal. He's one of, one of all these guys. Really? I, I he always picks good, man. feel very confident picking, and then the fights happen, and I'm like, how I know. the fuck did that happen? You know what I mean? I know, man. Fuck. But, I mean. It's I, fun. It makes it, it more interesting than watching the car. For 20 bucks every couple weeks, for a fucking chance to win a million dollars, like I think it. it's yeah. fucking funny. Yeah. Oh, and then I always funny. I always text you, like, yo, look. I know, I know. But how about the one time you, you told me to parlay? I'm like, dude, you just waste your money, bro. I know. Yeah. I, <laughs> I know. I know. And I definitely did. Hey. <laughs> that's the way it goes. Um, but. But hey, cheers. Cheers, cheers. boys. Man. I got nothing in my. Hey, Dude, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming on, man. Let's right. uh, we'll do this again soon. All right, eat clean, bro. T- tell them where everybody hit you at. Obviously, your website uh, is eatcleanbro.com. Yes, go on eatcleanbro.com. See, I mean, listen, guys. Our Jamie friend Jovia I'm obviously biased, but an incredible menu on there. What'd you say? Like sixty meals so, yeah, to choose from, something like that. Something like that. More than any other, you know. Meal no, no bullshit. I, eat, I, I mean. Even out of my camp, say so your food because makes I enjoy it so it. easy, right? It makes life easy. It really does. My wife loves it when I when I bring yeah. it home. She really straight, does. Straight to your door. My kids in love a refrigerated it. Refrigerated bag. It's uh, so it'll be cold when you get home from work. You, you really can't beat it. It's like and bro, some of the meals are ten dollars. Yeah. Right. How many, I mean, how many days yeah. a week? I, I remember when you delivered like one day a week. You're up to four days four a week. Days, baby, four days four a week days. they deliver. So Big you don't time, need baby. to order a ton. You know, Boston, Atlanta. Hit them up. Hit me up, man. Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. Eat clean, bro. Support a guy that supports his community, supports his friends, supports yeah. his, his employees, and um, has a rags to riches, really um, really good you. story. Support Down the earth, sport. dude. Real, real as it gets. Yeah, so. Eat clean, bro. Thank you, Jamie. Jeez, Thank Abano. you, guys. Peace. Awesome, brother.